All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Not Tuesday show. I guess this is uh, 1v1 is what I'm calling it temporarily. And uh, basically, I'm just bringing on a uh, guest and we're just going to chit chat for however long we feel like chit chatting. And today I brought in Mr. Arturo Sanchez. Uh, you there, Art? Yeah, I'm here. How, how you doing? Yeah, you know, like I, I like I love the intro. I love the intro. Yeah, you're so esports now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, I was just saying we're not esports, man. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're still trying oh, yeah. to pay for. Oh, and like, and, and like, uh, I chose that specific picture for for a good reason. So that, no, the reason why I chose that picture was because um, so 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 I was the first person to show injustice once in the world since I was QA at NetherRealm. Oh, yeah. So gotcha, me, me, gotcha. me, me, and uh, me and uh, Nerd Josh, and like, and, like I was having a <laughs> me, Nerd Josh, Chris G, um, Pig of the Hut, Crazy Rio, Check. Like, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. Um, band the Testers, what, 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 Wonder, Wonder Chef. Yeah, Band the Testers. Yeah, not nah, like I, I was having a conversation with the NRS cats on Twitter last week, and um, they were like, some of the new guys were like, why don't you play NRS? And I'm like. Like I, I did play NRS, just not MK11. You know, like I, I played uh, MK9, played uh, M, like they brought me in for Injustice One and uh, Mortal Kombat X. So that's why I chose the picture. Shout out another realm. Uh, I love Ed Boon. Dude, nice, nice. Now, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on here are obviously you're old school, like I am, and there's a lot of yeah. old school stuff. To, in fact, I yeah, might I'm not even. 40, um, I'm turning 40 in two months, month and a half. You're still a baby, man. You're still a still baby. baby. Still a baby. Yeah. I mean, I'm new old. I'm not, I'm new old school. I yeah. Because like, because there were a couple of because if you divvy up old school, it's a couple of generations of old school. Mm -hmm. I'm probably like I mean, the second or third generation of old of, of uh, old school. I mean, we'll like get the last, there for sure. Yeah. We'll talk about some Eddie Lee in 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 when we get a chance here, but um, you know. The one thing that, you know, I wonder because I know we've had a lot of conversations just, you know, at events and stuff where we talk about FGC and, you know, what yeah. we're doing, et cetera, et cetera. And I the mob you had combo breaker on purpose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you blow me up with your dalsam. You're like, here, see how the lag is. And then I never can escape block stun. And then I'm like, yeah, this is. A... <laughs> I thought you'd be the type of player. I thought you'd be the type of player to feel it, which is jabs. <laughs> Actually, we got because you're a combo wizard, so it's like yeah, but I I, I, yeah. I'm muscle memory guy. I I remember I almost ruined Evo East that one year. So I remember that year. <laughs> I remember I, I remember that year loud and clear. Oh um, man! But but but, but, like, but it was interesting. Like when Kudo got on the setup, he could feel mm -hmm. it right away with jabs, and then Dang, he was landing. Uh, he, he was landing 12 to 13 frame confirms in training mode with a uh, random guard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, hate people with reactions, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't no, have he doesn't. Reactions. But, 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 like, but, but he was just playing on PS4, right? So, like, I, I saw him. You know, he's playing some casuals, right? And then he's playing a buki, and then he's dropping everything, right? And I was like, Yo, Kudo, <laughs> let me let me show you the real shit, right? <laughs> come, come to the back. <laughs> oh man, because you remember, I still could barely confirm on 16 frames, dude. Oh yeah, man. yeah, yeah, 16 frames, yeah, 16 frames. But if you drop, if you up the refresh rate, you know, you can uh. You yeah. can do as low as 13, 13, 12, <laughs> maybe 12. Oh, man. But, I mean, look, this is the thing, right? This is the reason why I wanted to bring you on here. I don't think people are aware of how much you have done for the fighting game community. Like, you know, know, when, when I... Know. 
when I say like you're one of the most important people in the FGC because of what you're trying to do to advance the scene and do new and different things, like I don't think people realize like all the like a lot how much you've had your fingers in a lot of you know technical things and you know even organizational things like Matcherino, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but I mean, yeah, that, 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 that thank you for giving me the um. What, what, what was the award that you, you had on your show? What was it? it was oh, the, the content. Yeah, the content creator of the year. I think it was. Yeah, or FGC member of the year. It might I think have it was. Been. Yeah, yeah, it was Ultrasound FGC member of the year. Yeah. I'll still wait. I'm not. I'll still waiting for my Canon award though. I want that. I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm thirsty for that for like <laughs> so twenty years. Canon award is gone, man. The Canon award yeah. weirdly became too political because everyone was like, "I it should get mother, one. Yeah. I should get." And it was like, it is, Whoa. it is very, it is very political. You're right. <laughs> Dude, it was crazy because like I created the Canon Award. That was literally my idea because I wanted to give highlight to the Canons because like there was for the first qualifier for SBO for Street Fighter 4, Tom Cannon flew down just to hang out and me and him teamed up. So we were the oh, team, thanks. right? Just for fun. I mean, we had no intention of winning, but like someone saw me and was like, oh, hey, James Chan. I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is Tom Cannon. And the guy looked at Tom and was like, hey, what do you do in the FGC? And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, the uh, I, I created the Cannon Award so that we could award people, you know, starting with the Cannon so people could be aware of who they were and then award oh, people man. who, you know, contributed. Yeah. And then it just became political because everybody yeah, wanted a yeah, award, uh, yeah, so. yeah everybody wanted a Canon award now, yeah i saw the cans like combo breaker they're like the, like one of the second guys i saw it was nice oh to see nice yeah yeah they were there yeah. i definitely saw i think i saw tony that was there briefly so yeah uh, but you know what it is with the brothers everybody gets them mixed up dude i'm i after all this time i still can't do it <laughs> i have to listen to them talk for a while and then yeah. i can figure out which one is which yeah pretty much it was easier back in the uh, Bang the Machine days when one of them had their hair dyed, right? So, <laughs> oh, like, that movie's got to, bro. That movie's got to come out, man. <sighs> if we could figure out a way, we just need to kickstart uh, like, it. Hundred thousand dollars in music rights. So. <laughs> just freaking, just, just freaking, like I don't, I don't know, just do over the music. I, but it wouldn't be the same, obviously. Of course. I wonder if they could now, because there's a lot of technology that can pull voice away from music and stuff. I yeah, wonder if the exactly. technology exists that we can actually separate yeah. the dialogue from the music uh, now. You probably uh, like you probably can. And, and then also, you know, it's important to remember that, um, you know, like a lot of people don't know this, because, you know, Bang the Machine has been shown at Evo mad times. But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, during the whole 9-11 thing, you know, they lost a bunch of footage from the East Coast side of things. Yep. So uh, yeah. So like the footage you see, the actual final version, it's missing like so much shit. Yeah. So for those people in the chat who don't know, they created an original cut of the movie to send around to film festivals, and the rest of their footage was stored in their office buildings in the twin towers. And then nine eleven happened, and yeah, all that footage yeah. is gone. And so Sucks. the only version they have is the one that they sent to the film festivals, which has licensed music because at film festivals, you're not making money. So you're allowed to do that. And so now if they wanted to actually put it out, they would have to pay the rights to all the, the, the licensed oh, music so, in there. So, 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 so was that, was that, um, during ECC five or ECC six? I, I couldn't that's tell that, you. That's not, that's what I'm trying to remember. I think it's, I think it was ECC five. 
Oh man, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I remember too much stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, see, this is this is the cool thing about it, right? And I think this is what kind of makes it unique. One of the things that I love talking that, that you know we talk to each other about. It's it's interesting because you know in this day and age, you know it's about content, it's about clout, it's about creating yourself, becoming a personality, and trying to you know, find your own individual success in, that's in the, fi- to tell the frauds. That's what we were trying to tell the frauds 10 years ago. And that, now they listen. Cause like, <laughs> like, yeah, right. now they start listening. So yeah. Like, you were one like, of the first, Patrick. you were one of the first on that, right? You were the first yeah, on doing TMZ, on that. TMZ yeah. interviews and yeah, <laughs> hidden TMZ camera interview. footage. Yeah, T- TMZ interviews, hidden camera footage, um, oh, man. off-stream matches at tournaments. Yeah, you know? it kind of it kind of grinds my gears when uh when when now like uh the the new FTC that they, they be saying like oh like you know like why, why would I go to an offline tournament? I can just stay at home and stream online. And then like no like you can still make content at the tournament itself. Like get, right. get creative. I mean, get we creative. saw Hotashi. Yeah. Hotashi was live streaming like the entirety of Combo Breaker. I know, I know. Right? So y'all try to say y'all try to say that that he innovated that. No, like uh, we did that ten years ago across. The <laughs> like stupendous, <laughs> stupendous has been doing that for years as well, right? Yeah. So uh, we did no. that. We, we did that cross assault, bro. We had like ten k. <laughs> Cross assault. Yeah. Dude, that's a topic we can probably avoid for now, but <laughs> maybe in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll avoid it, but but just know that that Ultra David wore the Stay Salty shirt at yeah. Capcom Cup, and nobody fucking noticed. Yeah, except for the boomers. Yep, the man noticed. salty shirt. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. No. Okay. So the one thing I want to talk about, the one thing I want to make sure that I talk about here, and this is, like I said, this is the conversation that we have personally, you know, both of us are obviously still are old and we've been doing this in the fighting game community for a long time. But the thing about you. (laughs) Young art, young art. You play very uh, young. That's what it is, man. Dude, I tell you on that monitor, I could never throw art in Street Fighter V. It pissed me off. I got really mad. It was so late. Yeah, so so, so the reason for that the, the reason for that is is because like you, you can see the keyframes, uh, you can see the keyframes because the monitor is drawing faster. That's the actual reason. So so like so, so so because so because you can see the keyframes, it's like subconsciously your uh, subconsciously your brain processes more information. Like uh, subconsciously, you don't even know you're doing it, but uh, it's easier to take a throw. It's easier to see when they're shimmying you. Uh, obviously, it's like you can't guess right all the time, but still, dude, the, like the uh, I'm not that, yet. Yeah. That's why you had to see. That's why I bought it. You have to see it for yourself. You can't hear me say it. Yeah, I was kind of mad about yeah. that. Anyway, <laughs> but look, the thing is, you've put in a lot of work, right? Whether it is NLBC, you know, the big two, you were the, one of the ones that you know first started streaming a lot of these things. You were one of the early adopters for Match Arena. You're really big into this, you know, display lag, this kind of input lag kind of thing, um, you know. And when we meet up and we talk about this, you know, there's really very little kind of like personal glory for us in this kind of situation, right? For- yeah, I'm not, yeah, 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 I'm not, I'm not doing it for the glory. Yeah, if I did it for the glory, I would have not said anything about this play lag and I would have just stayed smoking people. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit was I smoking people. Like, <laughs> bro, oh, like, bro, 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 like, once I figured it out and I asked people smarter than me if everything that I confirmed was right and it was true, bro, like, now, like, I guess you can't imagine this, but imagine playing in net play and you have a four frame, you have a four frame advantage over everybody. That's me. That's 
tells me. <laughs> Jesus. And, and, and you know, it, it's crazy because, you know, when you think about it, when you think about it, like, one of the things that we talk about is that we've been doing this for a very, very long time. And because we're in an era where a lot of people are doing things for personal glory, it's like it's very easy to misconstrue what a lot of people are doing. But what a lot of people don't understand is we've been in the scene for, God, like, what, yeah. 20 years now, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. We've, we've kind of lived through the grassroots. And when people are like, I would be fine with the FGC State grassroots, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 like I'm I'm not fine with that at all. But 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 yeah, like uh but yeah, like I was saying, like I was going for the glory, like um I would have kept it to myself. But but right. no, I actually want like I actually want the FGC to advance and evolve and I want people I, I want people to know what uh optimal play feels like. Like mm -hmm. I could probably say like um if, if you've been playing probably within the last ten years, you know, like you probably started on flat screen, you you don't know you don't know what no lag feels like. Right. Straight up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. like you actually don't know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, and it, it's interesting, you know, so for us, you know, you are also, you know, one of the champions of promoting every game, right? So you, you yeah, know, well, you're, I love everything. Yeah, you're doing GBVS, you're doing, you know, help, uh, when when Yipes was doing, but you know, Battle of the Best or uh, what, battle what the strongest. It? Yeah, Battle of the battle. Strongest. You stepped in and were like, let me show you I can stream this in perfect, like, uh, non-scaled, perfect, oh, yeah, replicated yeah. pixel fidelity. Well, that, you know, that was, yeah, that, that was actually, uh, so, so Retro RGB, the, the homie, um, he uh, introduced me to Dan, which was 3000 PSI. And, um, you know, basically, like, we met up at a super secret retro Illuminati meetup and became friends. <laughs> what? And I told and, and I told Citrus 3000 about, about what I was doing with uh, Marvel and stuff. And he was like, yo, like, I'm coming out with, like, DCHDMI. It's, it's going to change. He basically gave me seven DCHDMIs. Eight. Eight DCHDMIs. Just, he just sponsored the event. He just sponsored the event, like, straight up. <laughs> and then, and so, so, like, that, that was a good move, though. That shit blew up. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, again, like, what is your motivation for this, right? Like, what what drives you to keep doing this for the fighting game community? What, oh, what, you do it what specifically? What's that? Oh, just everything. You know, the Macherino, the the the. You know, try you 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 oh, said uh, that uh, you're. Let's so, 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 so start one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. So, so, so I can go through it. So you okay. see, you said Macherino, right? So. So, Macherino, you know, we've been grassroots. Like, we know what it's like to play for shitty pots. <laughs> we know what it's like. We, we know what it's like to wait net 90 or net never. Right? Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. that's why I did it. I was like, I'm sick of these pots being trash. I'm, I'm going to do something about it. Right. Like, and, and, and then, like, if I don't see in other regions, I just take matters in my own hands. Like, uh, eventually, <laughs> uh, eventually, people will start noticing. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And, I was, and, I was, and, and Vic, Vic was gone. Vic was gone, too. Vic was gone. He was in the Philippines. He was out. That's right. That's right. You I were doing control. this. That's right. Mm -hmm. I had control of the whole Team Spooky channel. So by the time Vic came back, he's like, yo, what the fuck is this? Is this <laughs> and I was like, bro, like, uh, I'm giving you back the reins. Like, yo, like, blow it up. And he's like, damn, this is kind of godlike. You mean, you, you, you mean, like, we don't have to put in our own pop bonuses? You mean we can actually monetize the stream in a way that benefits the players? Holy shit. <laughs> And, and right, so you know when you're doing the match area things, it's it's benefiting the players, right? It's definitely benefiting the 100%. players more than it's benefiting benefiting 100%. you guys. So I mean, as a whole, you even said it like you want the community to know what it feels like to play on lagless setups. You want to 
solve the pot problem for the players, etc. So, yeah, I'm so sick you know, of it. Yeah. That kind of is what I'm what I'm referring to here. You're obviously have your finger in like 80,000 pies, but all of it is to try to make the scene better, right? To 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 make the FGC a lot stronger and yeah, I yeah. guess what's the motivation for that, right? I mean, you know, for example, if I talk about why I do commentary and all these things like that, um, it's just because I want to help spread the gospel of the fighting game community. I want more people to enjoy it. I want everybody to know how talented a player like Idom is, how talented a player like Tokido is, because people see fighting games and they assume that you're just mashing buttons if you don't know how to play fighting games, you know? And so I want to spread the, 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 the love of fighting games as far as possible. That's kind of like one of my my uh one of my uh uh ulterior motives like for you what is it that you know what's your i guess quote ulterior motive for always trying to do better things for the fighting game community okay because like because i know what it was like back back when it was shit and i'm tired <laughs> of it being shit and like if i don't do something about it like if, if not me then who who the fuck's gonna do it man like <laughs> Like I'm not. I mean, if I'm in a position where, where I can actually change shit for the better, like of course I'm gonna try to change shit. Like, uh, it's it, it's that simple. It's like it's like I know how hard we've been struggling for for, for so long, and then and like I said, when the NLBC thing started, it was perfect because um, so like the whole matrimonial thing started because like you know like Spooky was out, I took over NLBC, but you know I didn't have any sense of direction, right? Like mm -hmm. it's like I was taking over Vic show and and not making it my own show, right? Mm -hmm. Then um Yipes and Chung come out to me and they're like, yo, like uh they're like, yo, we're trying to do commentary at uh NLBC. Can you break me off some bread? And I'm like, Yeah, sure, you know, I'll break you off some bread to uh come commentate at uh NLBC. Mm -hmm. And like mm -hmm. I was I was around the time when uh Matcharino came around and like uh I think I started using it for a couple events, right? And then like I blew it up real quick, right? Like I, like I when I started using it, I think it was like a East Coast throwdown. With mm -hmm. uh, Daigo and stuff, like uh, like I think he was selling his book to Matcharino. Oh, that's like ten thousand. Right. like ten thousand dollars, something like that. That was before I started. Where I was before I started working for them, and then um the NLBC stuff happened. Yipes and Chung. I was blowing it up with NLBC, but then it, it turned out that I was doing so good at crowdfunding, they just wanted to hire me like straight up. And like and, and and at first and at first I was just like you and like everybody else in the FGC. I'm super skeptical about mm -hmm. new companies coming in the space and then just flashing a ton of money and then bouncing. <laughs> dude i mean people aren't aware how many times that has happened in our community right just people yeah. showing up and then flashing money and disappearing on us in fact most of our biggest events almost happened because of that right like we wouldn't even have had ceo if that one guy didn't you know basically oh yeah uh, uh, oh yeah manny camacho game uh, yo, I have all the I have all the files, bro. Like, do you even remember I, his I, I name, dude? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Oh it, man. Yeah, it was supposed to be Empire Arcadia versus Japan, and like it never happened. Right. <laughs> and and you know we've had a lot of that stuff happen in our community, and so yeah, I remember when you first started pitching Matcher. You know, I had the same thought. I was like, this this is too yeah. good to be true. Like this can't possibly happen. Come on, like, happen. come on, come on. Like if, if Young Art pushes something, it, it's it, it's legit. Oh, <laughs> well, is that how it works? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Like how many times? How many times you gotta doubt me? Right. <laughs> the best part. The, the, no, the best part is to actually get a salary to feed the players. So like it makes it even better. Wait, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean exactly? I mean, because I'm on Matcharino paid staff. So I was uh -huh. getting a salary 
from Matcherino to basically crowdfund the shit out of the players. Dang. Okay. So, okay. so, so, so like, so, so like, it, it doesn't get any better than that, man. Like, <laughs> you, yeah, get basically... paid, you, you mean I get paid to, to give IDOM 2K a week? So for those people who don't know, and every time I say this number, it never sounds like it's real to me because it just doesn't feel real to me. But since you started doing Match Arena between Team Spooky Channel and your own channel, you've the prize I'm monies that you've given out has almost been like half a million dollars, right? I'm, pull, I'm pulling up the stats right, right now. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm actually on the page. Um, so... Yeah, my analytics is loading. Give me a sec. So, so like, so, so these event analytics are actually like um, below what what they should be. Mm-hmm. So like, it's actually a little bit higher. Like we have to, we we have to aggregate our data better. But uh, right now, my page says four hundred fifty nine thousand one hundred twenty four. Prize pool average three hundred fifty five dollars and thirty six cents. Unique contrib- contributors twenty thousand six hundred sixty eight. Eleven thousand dollars in a uh, sponsor quest. Fifty-one thousand sponsor quests completed. Dang. Right. Twelve hundred and fifty-four finalized events. Now, mind you, that this is between myself, Vic, IFC Yipes, a couple other guys, and this is not. This is only my account. You know, like I've helped oh, other yeah. many other mm-hmm. accounts. So if if you if you combine all those accounts, it's probably close to a million at this point. Like you know, like I, I haven't tallied, but like I'm pretty sure it's at least seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, you know, like Jazzy Circuit was like seventy five hundred, and like right. that was my my account. And and all of that too. I mean, that's actual money that's gotten to the players' hands, right? This is like none of this six to eight weeks wait for the check kind of thing. Like this just goes to them immediately, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like it it does, it does go to them immediately as long as as long as you have the info, you know. Like uh, so so so, so if you're a Matcherino, if you're a player in a Matcherino event. And you're, it, you would, it would help the TO very greatly if you give them your Matcherino <laughs> info as soon as the event ends. As soon right. as the guy stops streaming, give him your info. We're just sign in and click join tournament. Because it saves people a lot of time. Like, uh, so, like some people are delayed, and um, the reason for the delay is, 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 is just like, like we don't have like one of the players' names or yeah, know, of course, of course. Stuff. I so, mean, so, sometimes so now, so now, that, now that's the new problem. We we we, we used to we used to expect net thirty. Now people expect net one. <laughs> oh you know? right you mean de- in yeah, terms of one. when they get Bloody. paid right yeah yeah they expect that one i spoiled them too much i spoiled them too much james oh man but i mean it's interesting because a lot of people i mean people have asked me questions like what was the fgc like back in street fighter two days and you know there was no fgc right there was literally nothing we were I, was just reading, I, I, I was reading about it in game fan and uh, game pro. Mm. i saw mike watson in game pro and i was like wow that's pretty cool who are these guys, right? <laughs> Mike Watson and Game Pro, Jesus. I, I mean, yeah, Schaefer, Tomo, like I mean, you already know. Yeah, I mean, people don't know how. I mean, like honestly, poverty it was a long time ago, and how how different it is now, right? And, and that's that's one of the the interesting things. It's like we're succeeding, we're growing, we're becoming something bigger. But obviously, I feel like it needs to 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 even get bigger because i mean again that's where my selfishness comes from it's just that i think that's, fighting yeah. games are awesome and They're i want awesome. more people to appreciate them that's another reason <laughs> how like that that's another reason why i push pc high refresh yeah you know, mm-hmm. like i'm like you know I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to get those pc sponsors man 
Right. So, but here's another question though. I mean, you know, obviously we just saw the, the, the tweet come out from the Evo staff. They say that they're trying I'm to. I'm glad they thanked me. I'm so glad they thanked me. <laughs> I, feel so, I feel so validated. I feel so fucking validated, bro. You know, no. Uh, yo, you, you don't understand how, how many arguments I've had to have with like people that just don't get it. Bro, like it just dude i didn't get it like there's no way you, you know no, it didn't cool it's cool it's how cool like game, it's how's a game that outputs in 60 frame per second benefit from having 240 oh, yeah. frames hurt so, like, you know, it doesn't so, make sense so, but I'll explain to you. so i'll explain to you it's, it's like I, now that you play it on you understand mm -hmm. all right so so like uh all right sit down guys <laughs> all right so 60 hertz monitor, right? Game runs at 60 frames a second, right? Each each frame on a 60 hertz monitor is 16.6 milliseconds, right? Bear with me, right? 60 hertz monitor, 16.66 milliseconds, right? You go to 144, it drops to about eight milliseconds per frame. So okay. like, do, 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 so do, do you get it now? Like basically, like as you go up and refresh, the draw time cuts in half, even on a 60 hertz game. Right, but yeah, I mean, so, so 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 like so it's not that the lag is dropping. The perceived lag is dropping from the monitor, so it's drawing faster. So that's how you can see the keyframes and stuff. Does that make so sense? So basically, on a sixty-frame monitor, sometimes it could hertz, draw hertz, the frame. Hertz, hertz. So it hurts on a yeah. sixty hertz monitor. It could draw the frame earlier, but it doesn't because it's only refreshing sixty so, so, hertz. So, 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 so like, uh, so with a console, so a console, you know, we we all know that consoles have VSync, right? You, you, yeah. you know what VSync does. James, you, uh, you know, it, I'll, it I'll, prevents I'll it prevents the screen tearing, right? That's what yes, VSync yes. does, right? Yes, but but it also draws the frame at the last possible second. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. It, it, it draws the frame at the last possible second. That, that's why everybody recommends you turn VSync off. If you turn VSync off, you get the tear in sixty hertz, but the monitor is drawing as fast as as it can draw it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. So mm -hmm. once you up the hertz. Like you were saying about seeing the keyframes of the throw, even though the game animates at 60 frames per second, the the time that it wants to draw the next frame could have been maybe yeah, a few it, microseconds earlier. Yeah, basically. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, basically the TLDR of it is, like I said, 60, 60 hertz, 16.66, 144 hertz is 8. It's 8 milliseconds. 2, 240 hertz is 4, right? <laughs> like... Uh, no, I think 360 hertz is two, and 480 hertz is one ms. Yeah, <laughs> one ms. So it's like basically lagless. I mean, the the one of the things that I tested out when I went over there was um, when I tried the machine is you let me play some Marvel three, and there's that one Doctor Doom combo that oh. I can oh, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to do, and it usually takes me a bunch of tries to get it. And I missed it the first time I tried it, but then I got it on my second, third, and fourth attempt, which was oh yeah, crazy. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, the, uh, uh, oh yeah. The, there's so I, I had you play those games in a specific order for a reason. So, mm -hmm. so like, uh, so like, uh, I'll break it down for you. So, uh, so we went over the sixty, we went over the sixty hertz stuff, sixty FPS running on a high refresh monitor, the lag drops, right? So, so like, uh, so you can drop it even further if the frame rate matches the refresh. So, Marvel Three is one twenty FPS and one twenty hertz. So not only do you get the dropped lag from the monitor, you get the improved motion, which drops the lag even further. Remember, when frame rate matches refresh, the input latency drops overall. So, so like that, that's why you're able to land those combos. 
<laughs> and then uh, Tekken, Tekken is even further because that's uncapped frame rate. It's 390. We were playing at 390 FPS, 390 hertz. So the lag drops even further than that. Dude, the craziest Crazy. thing about it is, is like the amount of knowledge that you absorb. So this is true story. Uh, Art and I met up at, um, it was like Ultra David and I were flown out to something in Atlantic City for a tournament out there. And I was trying to buy a super gun and I asked Arturo about super guns. And oh my, I thought it was going to be I'll, like, oh, lecture. Buy <laughs> this super gun. No, dude, it turned into like this hour long conversation of like, this is okay. If you want a super gun, you got to do this and here's this. And this. dude, like, yeah, the amount of knowledge um, that you have put into your head for all this technical stuff is kind of insanity dude because <laughs> there's those that bitch and there's those that do well which side of history are you on james yo damn <laughs> yo oh, yeah i'm definitely on the side that bitches dude uh, i mean you've all you seen do. my you youtube videos you right you do not, not, not like now you, you bitch but you do so it's all good <laughs> Yo, the, yo, the, yo, another thing that um there's another thing that i wanted to mention about high refresh which i actually think the fgc does not realize Right, like mm -hmm. um, so, so like uh, so so obviously we just covered the whole refresh thing, right? Um, so it, it's really interesting. So, in my opinion, I feel like, no, obviously we know now that high refresh is a different game. Like full stop. Like mm -hmm. PC, PS4, totally different game because three, four frame differences. So, in my opinion, like uh, when you have a totally optimized setup, because these games are developed in sixty hertz, like you know from the developer itself. Mm -hmm. Like it, it actually breaks the risk reward when you go to high refresh because think about it, like uh, like uh, obviously you have an optimal setup, you have an optimal setup. You can block things that are considered unreactable mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in sixty hertz, right? So so like so so the risk reward of the whole game totally changes <laughs> because these games are developed with sixty hertz in mind. Right? Yeah, they're designed yeah. with the with the with the sixty frames per second in mind. Frame data is all in sixty frames per second, right? So all yeah. of it is designed in that kind of uh, idea. Now, yeah, um, so, so, yeah, I'm, yeah. So basically, like with Dawson, for example, my twelve frame anvil becomes eight frames in four eighty hertz, effectively, effectively, what? eight frames. What? So, see like that's the part that like blows up my mind like i like that doesn't make any sense like the move is not faster no it's just that you can... not faster i'm dropping the I'm, I'm dropping the lag on the controller i'm dropping the lag on the graphics card settings and i'm dropping the lag on the monitor so in other words you it's like all on a on a normal setup it's basically there's an extra eight frames that get added by input lag, by display lag, oh, by refresh so, so, lag. So, like, so, like, so, so I'll, I'll break it down for you, actually. So let, let's take PS4, for example. Like mm -hmm. uh, I said this on a retro RGB show. So Street Fighter Five, right? It's like four and a half frames on PS4 or whatever, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. So like, so there's that. Then the controller latency. So if you have DualShock 4, it uh, it lags on uh, 10ms. We're gonna round it up to sixteen, so that's that's five and a half frames, right? Mm -hmm. Um, then um, then the monitor, right? So so sixty hertz monitors, like um, a good tournament standard, is around ten ms for a sixty hertz monitor. That's why I don't get why the players cry like about monitors. Like the monitors don't fucking lag, guys. Like it's sixty hertz, ten ms, right? <laughs> so, so, so yeah, so but but uh, that, that's another frame. Then there's VSync on the console. That's another frame. So like we're getting close to seven eight frames on console guys, right? Versus one versus one on PC. 
Right. And so the idea, what you're saying is that, you know, if you, your button is eight frames faster, it just means that when you press the button based on what you see, instant response, yeah, instant it'll response. come out faster because you're yeah. seeing stuff faster. You're all, I mean, talk about overclocking the controller too, right? Cause you yeah, do that uh, as well. Yeah. 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 I'm not, yeah. Like I do overclock the controller and it saves anywhere from half a frame to like one and a half frames, depending, depending on your PCB. So like, that's something that that's something I want to see Sony do. Like, so I know Evo made the announcement, and like that's good. Like, um, for, 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 for what I heard from the grapevine, apparently, allegedly, allegedly, right? Like, it, it's gonna PS4 Pro and PS5 are gonna drop the two frame delay, which is great in 60 hertz. Now, the 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 only problem is after that, we need to get PS4 and PS5 to overclock the USB ports to a right. 1000 hertz. So, so we so, can drop the delay even further. So just so people understand what we mean by overclocking the controller, the way that controllers work on any system is that the machine pulls the controller for its state. So it's pulling the controller to see what buttons are being held down. And if the state has changed, it knows to trigger that button. So if the previous state, yeah. it pulled it, it, the button was up. And the next time it pulls it, the button is down. That means the button was pressed. Do the button press. This is how all consoles, PCs, etc., work. Yes, but yes. the polling rate is obviously... Yeah. By standard, what is it? 60 frames per second? Is that what it is? So, 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 so the polling rate, so DualShock 4, unfortunately, it pulls at... um. 250 hertz a second okay so like uh so, so like so it, it la so it's 10 ms delay the sad mm -hmm, thing mm -hmm. is bluetooth has a higher polling rate than, than wired so it actually has less delay on bluetooth <laughs> okay and so when yeah, you overclock yeah. when up. you overclock the controller what you're basically is doing is making the machine pull your controller more frequently and so it can detect the change of the state even just a few frames even maybe one yeah. frame faster right yeah and when you are yeah, yeah 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 when you overclock a, a dualshock 4 it goes from 10 ms to 2.8 ms that's a big fucking difference and people, yeah. players can feel half a frame Pl play, yeah. players can definitely heal people half a frame M matter of fact the reason why hotashi is cooking y'all is because he he's so freaking smart he's playing on a dual sense 5 the lowest latency first party controller, mind you, right, right now. It's like okay. one point, it's like 1.8 MS, right? He's playing on a dual sense five on PS4. And guess what their opponents are playing on? They're all playing on dual shock four. So that means <laughs> plus one frame of lag offline every time. The so what Hotashi's like blowing, blowing y'all up. <laughs> He's now, smart. Here's the question though. Here's I mean, I think you even said this on Twitter yourself. If Evo works with these guys, and let's say they do improve it so that we can raise the you know polling rate of the controllers yeah we can... i'm fine with i'm, I'm fine with uh, two frame 60 hertz by the way like i think that i think that's a phenomenal score just to give right. you an idea just to give you an idea retro games they're two point they're 2.6 frames so I'm, I'm fine i'm fine with two frame 60 hertz i think that's a great compromise they just need to increase the polling rate and if they can do that and also fix the display lag and, you know, fix the Unreal Engine to fix the input lag and all that stuff like that, like, you're cool, right? At that point in time, we could so, just all play on yeah. consoles. Yeah. We're, yeah, yeah. Gr we're yeah, great yeah. and, like, get some good yeah, refresh why, monitors and, like, yeah, everything that's why is I supported, Yeah, that's yeah. why I supported That's why I supported the movement. Like, I, I said, like, you know, basically, it's not that, that I want to play on PC. It's more so like uh, I want the lowest common denominator to actually mm -hmm. rise. So, so like uh, so the fact that you know Sony and Evo are working to do something on console that's really good. Like uh, it it puts a path forward. And you know I'm not trying to be exclusive and say 
PC Master Race. Like, you know, if the lowest common denominator <laughs> of, of consoles is fixed, then, like, uh, that's good for everybody. And uh, going forward, you know, like, uh, with, with PS5, you know, if the, the, the path that they're going, you know, what 120 hertz refresh rate, that's great for tournaments. That's right. great. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm playing on 480 and everything, but no, like 120, 120 hertz is the biggest jump on um on delay. Because like I said, as I said, it drops in half. What what world are we living in? Are that a player like Hotashi could go to Combo Breaker and lose and be like, "Yo, see me online." <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, because yeah, because uh, Guilty Gear Strive. Yeah, like I remember, like um, I was telling the Guilty Gear players, like um, you know how to optimize the setup because I was when I started doing it around then. Um. Guilty Gear, Guilty Gear Strive and optimal setup is sub one frame. It's really? sub one frame. That, that, that shit, that shit feels mad good, James. Not, I haven't played, I haven't played Strive in, in like six months, but yeah, like that shit feels great. That shit feels great. <laughs> That's just, I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, your goal is not necessarily like to promote the PC, but when you're doing all the things like coming up with the Brooks adapters options to, you know, fix uh, all the, you know, the, the controller, controller compatibility yeah. problems and stuff, you're just trying to solve a problem. But if the problem is inherently solved, you're like, we're good. Like, let's go. And you can do it basically, right? Uh, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, by the way, like uh, due to capture card limitations, the uh, max refresh you can do in an offline tournament is 240 hertz. Mm. Be, be, because uh, be, because of uh, HDMI 2.0 limitations, HDMI uh. 2.0 bottleneck is 1080p 240 hertz. Until HDMI 2.1 capture cards come out, we can't play 500 hertz like at scale or whatever. Mm. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah. But but, but 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 if you notice, if you notice, Japan plays on 240 hertz. They play on 240 hertz offline. I'm not. I'm not gonna name names, but you could definitely see the the cult of Arturo in the chat from certain people. <laughs> yeah, everybody's. Yeah, yeah, everybody's getting. Everybody's getting woke. Uh, yeah, I love it, James. Yeah, everybody's finally getting woke. You know how long it took me to wake people up? I mean, again, I, that's like one of the most amazing things too, because I mean, that was the same thing with, uh, you know, with Macharino and stuff, and and even I mean, I tell I wake people up there too. Yeah. I tell a lot of people this story, but you remember what it was like when Evo switched over from arcade cabinets to consoles. Oh, it was a shit. It was a shit show. Yeah, we were all we were all triggered. We were all triggered. You're like, yo, like, like how like how dare you? How dare Evo? Like, you know, basically like change the competitive standard. You know, consoles are subpar or whatever. Rawr. Dude, we were so that. mad, and yeah, and it was literally like this event won't even count. Like, it's got to have an asterisk because console's garbage, you know? And, like, yeah. console in every way, shape, or form is, like, better than arcade, you know? We yeah. know that nowadays, but, like, these are, like, a lot of the... Str like, it's interesting because old-school FGC very often gets accused of being a little bit too married to the old ways, right? Not, well, like, uh, so, so, like, so, I think that's not true, actually, but, uh, right. yeah, go on. No, that, that's my point, right? Like, a lot of them are married to the old ways. One of the reasons why, like, I wanted to bring Vi on here is because I have this conversation with Vi a lot, too. He's always like, yeah, no, we have to change it up. We have to do stuff different. Like, it doesn't work the way it used to. Like, that's what you're doing a lot of the times. I know I get stuck in a lot of old things, but, like, I understand that we have to change as well and we have to keep growing. I mean, that's what we're about, right? We're about adapting. <laughs> that's like the fighting game community. Yeah. We're we're about adapting. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah, that's why I push for um for for undamped controllers uh, on arcade cabinets. 
That's why I push for things like uh, Mr. FPGA. That's why I push for things like uh, CPS HDMI. Right? Like, there's just so many things to talk about. Dude, so, okay, you, you brought it up. I'm going to change topics very, very uh, slightly here. Uh, hang on a second. Let me do this. Uh, preservation is what I want to talk about. So, gaming preservation is a big topic. Now, when we had Oric on the Tuesday show, we talked about it. He brought up oh, yeah, the concept it. of... The home. Yeah. I love you, Lawson. <laughs> I, like, I got to get my monitor shit from, from his garage. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> Like, you know, like, uh, I was like, NECX, I'm just sitting there. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, video game preservation. When the 25th anniversary Street Fighter collection came out, I was super hyped for it because it was going to keep all the bugs and it was going to have that preservation. Obviously, there are issues with it. And it's not. Like, and and it's unfortunate. Like, they they don't keep the source code for these things, man. Right. Like, yeah, Dreamcast ST was, like, the last time they had the source. (laughs) You know, well, HDR. Know. Remember, Serlin had the yeah, source, dude. Yeah. HDR oh, Dreamcast. that's right. He was using the Dreamcast yeah. one. That's right. Yeah. Everybody, everybody used the Dreamcast after the Dreamcast. I think the Dreamcast version had the source code, the, um, yeah. the CPS two mm-hmm. source code, but mm-hmm. then they lost it after, after the Dreamcast <laughs> version. Jesus. Yeah. So what a lot of people don't realize is Japan, you know, back then storage was not something easy, right? You didn't have terabytes and teraflops and whatever of, so like literally, yeah, literally like Silent Hill 2, the reason why the remaster of that is so bad is because when the game finished selling, they deleted everything. All the original voice acting is gone. All the original textures are gone. That's why the Silent Hill 2 remake is not very good. That's why when Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 didn't sell as well because they released it less than a year after Vanilla, like, they were like, oh, okay, it's not successful. Dismantle the whole thing, and that's why they couldn't update it anymore, you know? Like, the history is just of them destroying things and not only that but not even just for fighting games for video games in general is one of the most impossible things to preserve with like films and music we just keep transferring it to the new media that doesn't work in video games yeah no yeah no it doesn't work and like one of the reasons why the one of the reasons why mr fpga is so godlike i've been trying to we've been trying to tell like the nycvs in the chat like you already know so we've been trying to tell people (laughs) what it is with uh, mr for, for a hot minute so, so look, the the reason why they're so godlike is certain. So tell, cores, tell people what tell people what Mister is. I don't think people even know what right. it is. All right, so so basically, Mister FPGA, it, it, it's a uh, it's basically FPGA, the uh, D10 Nano. It has like it has like a bunch of accessories that you can put on that you can put on with it, and uh, basically, basically, it, it represents close to a uh, cycle a- accurate rep- emulation of the uh, hardware. But it's so, a simulation. It's at the hardware level, not the right. software level. So this yeah. is the best way to explain it is this way. FPGA, so my one of my best friends literally works in FPGAs. Like he yeah. works, he's like really important at a at one of the biggest FPGA companies out there. And he explained it to me one time and I didn't dude, it's so hard to understand. But essentially yeah, you're able to program hardware, right? Yeah, so to, 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 to do whatever you want. 
Right. So what happens is that people can go and find the original hardware of games and instead of emulating something to work for everything like a a MAME does, you literally emulate the actual hardware Hardware. itself. So when you run the software, the software doesn't even know it's not running on virtual hardware which is how they found out yeah. Billy Mitchell cheated in that one Donkey oh, Kong yeah, yeah, video yeah, yeah. because yeah, the, 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 the drawing rate the drawing rate of meme right <laughs> cuz the the on meme it drew in a certain order but on the actual hardware the the stage frame by frame drew in a different order oh, and yeah, so of <laughs> and so yeah, <laughs> Mr. what it is is it's that's what it is it's a box that allows you to load up all the different hardware emulation yeah. and so, so CPS1 and CPS2 obviously is yeah. one of the main ones that's happening yeah. right but the, but that but that's because so like i said so not all cores are created equal and it's up to the emulator it's up to the FPGA author i should say like Mr. is not necessarily black magic the reason why CPS1 CPS2 and Neo Geo are so fucking good is because the core authors actually took time to decap yep. the board. Yep. And that is not easy. That That is months of work. Go, go look at WIDD, like the guy that runs input lag.science. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, basically like the, the god. He basically decapped the whole CPS1. Yeah. He decapped the whole shit. Like, it's, it's, it's just because, of course it's going to be godlike. You know, uh, you know, my roommate, Olaf, he's obsessed with uh, SNK stuff. He has the Hyper Neo Geo. I, I forgot what the board is. It's the one that plays, you know, 11, KOF 11 in 2002. Atom, 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 yeah, the yeah. Atom, yeah, and, you know, he has he wants to get a Hyper Neo 64. But that's the thing is you have to find somebody who has access to the Hyper Neo 64 hardware and the interest to spend months to emulate that hardware yeah, so man, that yeah. you can play a total of three games. <laughs> so like, so the, this is why, this is why I always say like, when people hit me up on Twitter, they're like, man, like I can't wait. I can't wait for third strike to be a mister. And I was like, well, why are you wishing just sub to Jotaco's Patreon, give him those three bucks. He's decapping the shit for you. It's going to be godlike. Like, yeah. like put your money where your, put your money where your mouth is. Like, <laughs> like, right? Don't just, just bitch, dude. I should just $3, bro. Like, you know how much CPS 3s are these days? They're like $1,200. Like, dude, they're expensive, right? yeah. Uh, they're fucking expensive. <laughs> and, and, but that's kind of what Mr. is doing. I mean, it's not even just important for the fighting game community, but it's important everything, for... Everything the entire video game industry because this is the first time we've been able to kind of preserve and act act uh uh what is it uh uh accurately reproduce yes, yes. these uh, games yes yeah. so, so like so it's like uh i would say the simulation is like a 99.8 percent right now like right. and when i say that and then and when i say that top players will not tell the difference there may be edge cases certain glitches and stuff and things that are not common that could be different, but we don't know mm-hmm. yet. Right. So, 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 so anyway, like I think it's 99.8. I think if you put a mister in a cabinet and you have top players play on it, they can't tell. Yeah, and then when you yeah. tell them the same thing always happens, they, the, the placebo effect hits them and they're like, all oh, the timing is different. Right. Dude. And then they play on it for another hour and they're like, Oh shit. Like I, I was wrong. It's just placebo. Dude. <laughs> one of my favorite stories was, uh, at Evo, 
there was the one year, I forgot what game it was, but everybody was complaining about the laggy monitor, right? They were like, oh my God, this la- monitor is so laggy. This monitor is so laggy. And so Tom's like, fine, I'll swap the monitor. So he took the monitor down and he put up a monitor and had them play it. And they were all like, yeah, this is much better. This is much better. And Tom was like, it's the same monitor. Now shut up. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah it's, it's definitely, like I said, it's definitely placebo with a lot of these cats. But um, but, but yeah, like a couple of reasons why Mister Soul got like you know, like we said, the decapping of the chips. Like Mister, like a, a D10 Nano complete kit is like five hundred to six hundred dollars, and like that might sound like a lot, but uh, think about what you're getting for like for the value, right? You know, you get mm-hmm. you, you get CPS one, CPS two, like you know, tons of arcade cores, tons of computer cores, even right, and. It's it's like put it like this, right? You 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 can go balls to the wall like myself and Cruz, and actually have CPS one, CPS two, CPS three HDMI boards. Those are fucking expensive. Yeah, Mister Mister, it has dual output, fourteen forty p analog, fourteen forty p digital and analog um CRT out, and it has an and it has a script for um USB polling to one thousand hertz. So like you know that shit is not lagging, right? Definitely and, not, shit is not lagging. And, 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 that's why I say, that's why I say Mr. is gonna be played in the biggest retro competitions eventually. It's right. only a matter of time. And yeah, like Oryx says, for a fraction of the price too, right? And yeah. you don't have because that's the thing is that hardware out there is limited. No one is limited, making yeah. a brand new CPS three board. The number of CPS three boards that are out in the world right now is a finite number and will never increase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably like it's probably like uh, five digits at, at most, right? Uh, like on the CPS threes. But but uh, but that being said, you know, as godlike as Mister is, I'm not still on my original boards. Oh, of course, of course, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Of yeah course. That being said, and like and misses the shit. Misses the shit, yeah. but I'm not gonna sell. I'm not gonna sell my multis. Right, and, and you know, <laughs> it's crazy because I mean, from your perspective, you in particular, I'm talking Arturo Sanchez here. Like, I call myself a fighting game historian, and I'm kind of a fraud in in a lot of ways because I haven't played a lot of like the random ass games out there. Right, you've played like everything and you run events for like everything and so like you have like a a vested interest like a personal kind of like love and appreciation for a lot of these old fighting games that people aren't even aware of exist right yeah you know like you i love it because you know we're just doing it up we're just doing it up with the homie cruise at a man like men and like like next level you know 202 furious i fix machine like we, we were just blowing up all the retro games, right? And like that was the period mm-hmm. where nobody gave a fuck, right? So, but but like we just doing our thing, we just blowing up the retro games and then blowing up Matcherino, and then fast forward like three years. Now all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, retro's sick, retro's lit. <laughs> right? I'm I mean, like I'm like where were you frauds, right? You know, I'm trying to tell you the whole time. <laughs> I mean, look at look at how popular a lot of these retro games are on Fightcade, right? There's Yo, a lot. Their second almost has a thousand people on Fightcade. That's crazy. Wait, Third Strike has like a thousand people. Really? Yeah, like uh, that, there was a, there was a screenshot by like Polar Bear that showed like eight ninety something. So that's pretty close. Dude, that's sick, dude. And yeah, I mean, again, you know, fighting game preservation. I mean, I really appreciate what you know the guys at Digital Eclipse have done. You know, with like the Street Fighter stuff and the Mega Man collections, because they kind of try to do it in a different way in which they built. A virtual hardware for the games to sit in and so when you port it to new consoles and platforms you only had to 
change the uh, the outside layer. You only had to port the hardware and all the games would work the same way. But again, that's a lot of work and you got to keep doing it every single time. But the way Mr. works is you do it the one time. Now, obviously, very hard to do. But if someone builds like a perfect NES rep, you know, emulator, a perfect N64 emulator, then all the ROMs will just basically mostly work. work, right? Obviously, yeah, there's going to be... What's I'm that? saying that I like it. Yeah, I agree with you. Like they'll mostly just work. And, and like I'm saying this now, stream. I see a future. I see a future where third strike tournaments are on Mister. Young R said it here mm -hmm. first. Like, mm -hmm. like it's gonna happen. Like whether the third strike community wants wants to or not. Dude, I mean, those, I'm doing the same. Boards, Dude, and that's the thing, right? Like, I'm kind of doing, obviously, I don't have the the, the, the histor historical roots in the classic Tetris scene. But, like, there, that's another scene that I feel like, you know, they've got to oh, start yeah. moving on to other hardware because NESs and Tetris, NES Tetris cards and Nintendo pads are limited, right? They're going to run out. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, 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 I mean, you could probably, you could probably use, like, one of the Cricks, um, Probably use like one of the Crix cards to add extra mappers, maybe. Because like right. I, I know some of the Flash cards, they um they have additional NES mappers that are um that were not possible on um original hardware. Mm -hmm, like uh, mm -hmm. I saw I, I saw one of them doing um full motion video on NES, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, via, via custom mapper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as a person like who literally grew up with video games, I'm, I'm not saying that I grew up playing video games. I grew up when video games started, and I watched them. So I was in the arcade when Gal Galaxian and Pac-Man and Tempest yeah, all and all that stuff. And I, the fondness that I have for these games, and to see what Mister is doing to be able to preserve this history of video games. Blowing it up. Is, is is like it makes me emotional like i get like literally right now i feel emotional because like it makes me happy that these things will be preserved it, in a way that they deserve will. to be preserved it will be you have yeah. a mr james yeah you have a mr james i do not have one i talked to uh what is it pork chop express and at one oh, point yeah, that's the homie. i take yeah, care of you at one point in time, he said he was going to try to get me one, but I just didn't follow through with it because I just, I feel, I feel bad. I don't want to be that guy, you know, like, I don't oh, care. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I care you, if not, I'm James not, Chen, like, you know, like, people are like, you're like, James Chen, like, you deserve like. it. But, like, no, I don't, you know, like. <laughs> I, just wanna throw, I, I just want to throw it out there, you know, even though Young Art gets the shit early, Young Art also pays for his hardware. Yes. Young art don't get young art don't get no freebies, right? When when I <laughs> when I talked to you about the super gun stuff, the amount of money you were telling me you had spent on super gun hardware and equipment was crazy. I don't even know where you got the money for all that stuff, dude. Like it's it's insane. I mean I mean I mean I've been streaming like like twelve years now. Right. God, I would, <laughs> dude, I can't do it. Streaming is hard, dude. Streaming, I don't know yeah. how you play online, dude. That's actually another topic I want to talk about. We could go All completely right. to a different topic if you, if unless you have anything else you want to say about this preservation here. Oh yeah, so so, so like I said, with Mister, basically, you know, just support the project. Remember, like Mister is not a Mister Cabal. You know, everybody, all the different authors are doing their own thing. Make sure to sub to all their patrons if you can, because these are all independent guys, you know, just trying to blow it up for the scene, you know, like uh, much respect to the Mr. And, and the whole Mr. Crew, like uh, making retro gaming more accessible for uh, everybody. That being said, you know, it's still a tinkerer's hardware, you know, it's still kind of like DIY, you know, it, it's not mm -hmm. like um, it's not like it's user friendly. I still like the analog. Right. But right, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the value for it, the value you get for it is better than anything else.
Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, that's kind of one of the important things to mention, too, is that there's nothing corporate about Mr. There's, no, it's, no. Like it's, it's literally no. just a bunch of people. And, you know, it's scary because if it blows up, there's a potential for people to start making it corporate. And, you know, that's kind of where the fighting game community is in the first place. You know, before the streams, before, you know, uh, you, 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 we got on this call, I was talking to people in the chat about like how hard it is for the FGC because we won't, you know, we want to make sure all of our events, we play every game and we don't want to have one governing body, you know, one governing company like Capcom sponsors CEO, because, you know, we, we appreciate all the different things. And it's hard because if corporations do take over Mr. and stuff like that, it could definitely go the wrong way, in my opinion. It's not going ha- to happen, though. That's too open source. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, I mean, look, uh, jumping to another topic here, because I definitely want to ask you about this. Look, I'm going to just say this straight up. OK, I'm I'm a washed up player. Like, I can't play fighting games worth anything. That's, anymore. That, 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 that's only because you haven't optimized your setup. Trust me, it has nothing to do with the optimized setup. Art. Trust uh, me. Uh, <laughs> Now, 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 you say that, yo, I, I literally thought I was getting too old, right? I'm like, damn, like, I can't move anymore. I can't react. I must be getting old. Then, then I do all this optimization <laughs> shit, and I'm like, holy shit, it's not that I'm too old. The game's fucking lag. But it doesn't matter, because even before you got the optimized setup, this is my question. How are you doing all of this stuff? And still being a player, even before Optimize Setup, you were still winning some NLBCs, placing top four, placing top three. How do you have find the time to stay, stay such a strong player oh, while God, doing God. all oh, this other stuff? Oh, with Street Fighter Five, um, I can say with Street Fighter Five and stuff, like, uh, like it, it's, it's no secret. I actually put the time in. Like, uh, like if, if you saw me during the pandemic, I was actually playing the game for like eight to ten hours a day. Jesus I was playing for eight to ten hours a day. Like, like I mean, I'm not talented like some of these new bucks. Like, they can <laughs> pick up a game and be good in like five minutes. It it, it takes me longer. <laughs> I gotta figure shit out. But but yeah, like uh, I actually put the time in. You know, like I, I research. I use the technology available to me these days. You know, there, there's some great stuff with like um frame SF trap Sim. tool assistant. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. SFB Sim frame trap tool assistant. There's all these things you can do to like actually like level up your game. Like you know, even watching replays. Slowing it down frame by frame, you know, like Street Fighter Five is a very numbers-driven game. It's not, it, it, it's very, it's very static. Like it, it's very static. Um, for good or for, for good or for bad, mm-hmm, you basically mm-hmm. have to know the numbers, right? So, right. So like, uh, so, so now like uh, with SF Five, it's on a sixth season. So like, so so basically, you get knowledge checked the fuck out, right? Like if somebody <laughs> took like a break for like three to four months, you can tell right away. You can tell right away. It's such like a knowledge check game. So, right. so like, I, I basically been playing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, even you were saying that you don't feel like you're one of those innately talented players that is just good at the game, is basically. No, I'm not. I, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not. But, like, I'm smarter than a lot of these cats. That's for sure. I <laughs> can't. <laughs> like, because, like, I mean, I tell uh, them, I, I literally tell them what I'm doing. I'm like, guys, so with the whole refresh rate thing, people would, some, some people's first reaction is, like, it's cheating, right? And I'm like, course, no, it's yeah. not cheating. And I'm like, no, it's not cheating. Like, you still have to guess. Here's exactly what I'm doing. This is how you do it. Please copy me so we can play on a, on an equal right. equal standing ground. I don't want to be having this advantage because like you're too fraudulent to actually research. 
Dude, it's like it's like Arxis, right? They have this technology where they have this beautiful graphics for Guilty Gear. They've had GDC talks and like articles on how you could replicate it, and nobody's replicating it. <laughs> oh man, no, bro, it's like bro, it's like Idom said. Like Idom when he played on my setup, mm-hmm. he says if you never played on art setup before, you haven't played a fighting game. Period. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, re- really. Yeah, re- really. Go, go look up. Uh, it's on Twitter. Uh, I think I retweeted <laughs> a couple of times. Four, four fills. Four fills from the UK. Yes. I optimized his setup the week before the week before his CPT qualifier. Guess oh, who oh, wins? Hey, hey. Uh, yeah, I was about to ask. Uh, remind me, who won that CPT event? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it, it, it was man's like it was man's like four fills, and and I sat there on Team Viewer with him for an hour and a half to optimize his rig. And then he That's sat there so in training mode and I was watching it on remote and he was like, damn, damn, this feels kind of godlike. Wow. Thanks, Art. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. And then he won CPT and what does he, what does he say in the interview? He's like, shout out to my man, Arturo. He changed the game for me. He's crazy, dude. <laughs> but uh, by the way, the, uh, no, the first people I told about the high refresh was the Dawson players because like, I wanted to fuck everybody over. Man, I will still uh, never, yeah. I will still never not give you guys crap for saying Dawson was dead that one season. It was all know? part, uh, it was all part of the Illuminati plan. Like you know, downplay <laughs> Dawson a little bit, oh. and then he gets, and, and and then he gets buffed. Oh, no, oh yeah, by the way, by the way, I read Red Bull Kumite, like the one that uh, Mr. Crimson won. Right. Who, who do you think was Who do you think was consulted for for the actual like stream setups in terms of lag? Your boy right here. <laughs> I wasn't even fucking there. Now, now you admit it. You guys were downplaying Dalsum just to get him buffed. You admit it finally. Huh? <laughs> yeah. When I, saw, when, when, when I saw Red Bull Kumite, and I saw like that, and I saw like the 144 hertz because the V Sync tier was on the stream. That's how I knew shit was not lagging. And then when I saw those patch notes, and then I saw those patch notes for Sim, like random before Rebel Kumite, they're like, whoa, Dawson VC1 burns from farther away. I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> the best buff you could have ever given him. I mean, obviously, you're still really good at Street Fighter V. I mean, people are saying that, you know, we've all been watching you cook people offline at NLBC for years. I've been cooking people for like 20 years. I've been cooking people for like 20 years, bro. Are you playing anything else right now? Are you playing any other fighting games seriously or just casually? Really, right? So, so, so like, so, like, so I believe that because the FTC evolved, it's so hard to play multiple games now. (laughs) Because when, when we first started, bro, like, we just go to arcade and win every fucking tournament. the skill level is that low like now these days it's like i strongly believe you have to pick one game and stick with it because tokido only plays one game now tokido only plays one game dude it's ridiculous and i mean it's one of the reasons why i i joke that i'm washed up but honestly i'm playing kof and guilty gear and street fighter 5 and soul caliber 6 when dnf duel comes out and now i might be playing vampire savior on cfc dude it's impossible to get good at anything <laughs> oh yeah 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 i know everybody's everybody's so fucking good but yeah like i, I have been playing sfi pretty much exclusively because like i want to stay in that top tier like you want to play yeah, so like, obviously, I, I, I a lot of time. obviously, you're gonna stay very competitive in Street Fighter Six, right? You're you're probably gonna yeah, I'm stick. In there. Yeah, okay. But I, I mean, just want to know. I'm not, I just want to know if if the game is gonna be 120 FPS or not. That's all I want to know. <laughs> all I want. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, let me let me let me delve into kind of a different topic here too. Not just talking about you staying strong and stuff like that, but you know, obviously you were very strong a long time ago. People don't know you were one of the best in MVC one. 
you know, obviously MVC2, you were very strong. You were strong back in the alpha and all that stuff like that. So let's do this. I, I really want to talk about this because I feel like this is a topic that doesn't get talked about enough. This name, you know who I'm talking about, needs more publicity and people need to know. The name Eddie Lee needs to be on people's minds more often when we when we talk about yeah when we talk about rushmores and hall of fames and stuff like that this is a name that a lot of people don't talk about a lot obviously you know it made for great drama he got kind of done dirty by the the bang the machine documentary but it happened so whatever it happened but his influence on the new york scene is still felt today i said that on twitter and i saw everybody, you agree yeah. with that right so everybody everybody in the east coast comes from eddie lee's left nut and you don't even realize it, don't even realize it. <laughs> yeah. so talk to, talk to me about eddie lee a little bit when do you know what game he started with was he playing original street fighter 2 and when did you yeah. meet him and, and 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 like how did you start playing with him and and because if people don't know, Justin Wong, Arturo Sanchez are two players that are direct descendants of Eddie Lee. Justin's turtle style came from Eddie Lee. When we didn't have the national tournaments, Valle dominated West Coast, Eddie Lee dominated East Coast, and if you watch any CBS2 matches, everyone from West Coast used N-Groove, Kyo, or doing doing run, low jab, run, low jab, run, low jab, because that's how Valle played. Everybody on the East Coast played Vega and Mai and like turtled the hell out of everybody because that's what Eddie Lee did. So Justin's turtle style came from from Eddie Lee, right? And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eddie, Eddie Lee's our daddy, man. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm not, so like, so I first played him in um, so like I first played him in a uh, Flushing, right? I, I played him in Flushing. So the, oh. like, uh, Flushing is um, is a uh, Chinatown in uh, Queens, right? And uh, mm-hmm. you know, all the Chinatowns back then, like they all had arcades and stuff, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think oh. I first played him. I think I first played him in like uh, X Men versus Street Fighter or something like that, right? Jesus, okay. And then uh. And, uh, and and like that was around the time where X Men was Street Fighter, Street Fighter Three, New Generation were around. So I started. I was playing him in those games, and uh, I remember at the time I'm like, I'm playing this guy, and I'm like, bro, how the fuck is he fucking winning by running away? How is he winning by <laughs> running the clock down? Like he hits me once and just run. What the fuck is? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, and then uh, and then and then when the Flushing Arcades closed, um, I, I played Eddie Lee at Playland, and um. Basically, like he was the guy that always had the hundred streak, in like right. Marvel or like what, what, whatever, whatever game you touch, right? He's pretty much a god, right? Um, so fast forward, Playland, Playland arcade closed in uh Times Square, Broadway. Uh, we, we all migrated to Chinatown Fair then. Right. This is this is like around Second Impact time, and uh, that's when uh Henry Sen was involved, and uh, basically, basically, like we all became friends. Um, Henry, myself. Eddie Lee, um, Flash Gordon, rest in peace, oh, rest in yeah. peace, Flash G. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like we we all started, we all started hanging out and uh, like just actually like being friends. Like, uh, I was considered the um, annoying loudmouth scrub in, in the whole crew. <laughs> so, like, I was the youngest, I was the youngest out of all of them. Right? They're, they're like, oh, you're free, you're free, right? <laughs> 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 uh, but, but but yeah, like uh, but yeah, after after that, after the whole Chinatown Fair thing, that was when I first started finding out about tournaments. We went to uh, ECC three, um, Chinatown Chinatown Fair started having some tournaments of their own, um, and then and then from there we really started collabing and started leveling up. Um, mm. One of the reasons why I was so good 
at Marvel's Capcom One at the time. Um, so, J- so Jason's Wilson's tournament, um, at Super Just Games, uh, Midwest Championships, right? <laughs> yes, that uh-huh. was that, that, that was that was one of the tournaments where uh, East Coast and West Coast would clash, right? Yes, like, it was in the middle. It was on Arcade Hardware. You know, shout out to Jason Wilson. I, I saw him at KIT um last year. Oh, like, nice, nice. That's another person. That's another person like that needs to be interviewed. Like people, yeah. don't, people don't know the contributions that guys like Jason Wilson brought to the scene. Dude, he was uh, the first I, guy to sure. really put FTC stuff into the magazines and the Tips and Tricks magazines regularly. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so anyway, so um, so Midwest Championships, right? Like basically, myself, Eddie Lee, and Henry won all the fucking shit, right? Like that, that was before <laughs> West Coast. Came. That was like two thousand or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, won everything. So. I think like we walked we walked away with like a PS one mad games. Um you I, guys uh, probably uh, got like a hundred dollars, right? <laughs> not, no, no, like, it, it was like a thousand dollars. Oh like, dang, dude. You guys were dude, you were balling, dude. A thousand dollars back then. <laughs> but, but, but like but, but we still caught the Greyhound home and the most important part of the things that we won was a Moss Super Gun. We actually oh. won a Moss Super Gun. So you know what happened? So so like so so Eddie won it. We ended up going back to his house. Henry's like, "Yo, just give this MVC one board, right?" And this is like '98, bro. Like you can't get the arcade at home. Yeah. Right. And then, I mean, <laughs> while we're just sitting there, you know, we're just sitting there with a super gun, and it's like myself, Mike Devonish, Josh Wickfall, Liston, Rich Aponte, Eddie Lee. We just go to Eddie Lee's house every day and just crack out for like ten hours a day. That's oh how we got so good. God. Like up on the arcade PCB. So that that literally that MWC Midwest Championships was like life changing for you guys because yeah. and Henry and, and Henry hooking us up with the board because he because he took one of the Marvel One boards from my Chinatown Fair. That's like, crazy. Wait, did Henry work at Chinatown Fair? Yeah, he was the manager. He was the manager. Oh, I didn't even realize he was a manager of Chinatown yeah. Fair back then. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. But dude, that's that's crazy, dude. And, and so like. I mean, but still, despite all that, Eddie Lee was always still the best, right? Out oh, of yeah, everybody. yeah, 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 like, yeah, Eddie Lee was considered the best. So to put it into perspective, it took me, oh, man, like, it took me, like, two years to finally beat him in tournament. And, like, <laughs> two years of just getting bodied, right, running away, mad lane, like, how am I going to beat this guy? Like, I never beat this guy. I finally did it at ECC 4.5, and it's like, I don't know what it's like. I don't know if you guys um can, can relate to this, but... The first time you actually overcome your demon, dude. After all the struggle of, of getting body, like it feels so fucking good, dude. right? Like, <laughs> I, I I'm gonna tell you the first time I actually beat Valle in CVS two, like in casuals, in ca- not even at a tournament, but in casuals. The first I still remember when I beat him, and I felt like I was on top of the world, dude. I was I was on top of the oh, fucking yeah, yeah. world when I beat him. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, no, no, yeah, exactly. To, to to give you like um a new world uh of example relevant to today, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the first time I finally beat Idon after getting embodied for like six <laughs> months straight, I was like, yes, yes, I can do it. Like, <laughs> like he was so, dude, like he was so good on like PS4, like um Street Fighter Five that. I was just thinking, I was like, man, this guy is way too good. Like, I, I can't beat him. I can't beat him. And then, like, I figured something out. I was like, yeah, well, wait, wait a second. I can beat him. I can beat him. <laughs> well, so <laughs> let me ask you this. Now that you've given him the hardware, can you beat him? Or does he not have yeah. the hardware yet? Uh, I'll, like, I'm, I told him what to do. It's just a question of will the players do it. I, I can only <laughs> leave him so far, James. 
I can only leave them so far. What, what do you want from me, bro? Like, I know where to fucking buy it but, and get, go to his house and get figure it for him. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so obviously Eddie is the best at the time. He's still washing everybody. Yeah, and, yeah. He's the best. Yeah, yeah. He's sure I mean, the best. Like, I mean, some, some like little extra stories about Eddie Lee. He came back for a short period of time to play MVC three, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He did and a SF four, but like, yeah, but he, he wasn't around too long. Even though right. he was only he was only around for a relatively short period, his impact on the scene like uh, cannot cannot be understated. And I think the only reason why people don't know about him is because that was before like an internet video was right. really common. Because you linked the video that he beat Chris G in Mar- in Marvel three, right? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, now, yeah, but yeah, but it's actually sad because now when you, when you see that version of Eddie Lee, he plays on Pat. It's very sad. Oh, Eddie Lee's yeah, become a Pat player. Oh my god, yeah. dude! I'm like, I've I'm lost like, respect for Ed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Now here's here, here, like, do you still talk to him at all today? Like, or Henry? Does oh he yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we try to hit him up every now and then, but um, okay. he's largely disconnected from the scene. I think the last time I yeah, talked to him was when. Uh, the last time I talked to him was when um, Flash passed. Just to let him know. Oh right. Okay. Okay. Now, I mean, is there any temptation to try to reach out to him and be like, "Yo, Street Fighter Six, time to get in there, son." <laughs> yeah, like, I, yeah, like I, I want him to get back in there because, like I said, with, with the way, so so with the way FGC is, we 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 don't know what the limits of human reaction are. I think it's right. fifty. I think it's 50, right? Like, I think 50 reflexes start slowing down. Wait, 50? Clearly, oh, oh, you're talking about the age. You're talking about the yeah. age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Clearly, because uh, clearly, I'll tell, like, I'll, you can still body people in their 40s, right? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you four years from now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you four years from now. Just look at the ST players. It's doing Gee. short, short, super and ST, like. That's like the hardest game to do combos in. Like, yeah, yeah. they're like fifty, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, like, so I mean, it would be awesome to get Eddie Lee to come back, right? Obviously, you know, real I life. I would love it. And and our life, like, what's interesting too is that our generation of fighting game players, I I've talked about this a lot on my stream, but we kind of had that notion that we would eventually grow out of it, and it would be time to do real life. And, oh, no. <laughs> and fighting oh, no. games disappeared, but there was a few stubborn ones like yourself and me who were just absolutely, you know, like, I mean, honestly, in 2008, that Evo was almost my last Evo. I almost quit because the, the Street Fighter 4 beta didn't really speak to me. But then when Street Fighter 4 came out and it blew up, I was like, well, I can't leave now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so, like when Street Fighter 4 came out, it was, it was revitalized. I, I remember right after that beta, Right after Evo, like I was in Japan for like three months, and like uh, I wrote like a hundred page. It's it's still in the SRK archive somewhere. Are you serious? Like a hundred, like a hundred fifty page thread like, of just me just covering the Japanese scene, and like that was back when uh, YouTube first started uh popping off, right? So, so like I was able to get footage of Tokido Vortex and stuff like that. Yeah, archive, dude, that's like, when the vortexes were starting. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> I kind of remember you talking about those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Okay, so. Obviously, it would be great to get any to come back, but talk to me about when did Justin show up and when did, like, he f- go, went, go remember, from stupid, well. stupid little Asian kid to, yo, he's part of the Illuminati here for NYC, you know? Also, uh, yeah, I, I remember this so clearly. So, so like, so, so I remember I remember Justin from uh, MVC One Days. So, like, uh, so, so this is, like, 
99, 2000, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just like that Chinese kid that could do Gambit in for it, right? But like, you know, like you could beat him, right? Right. And then he was also really, he was also really good at third strike. Um, I remember at that time, like when he first started coming out of the scene, he was playing Marvel One at their striking tournament, and he was getting pretty far. Like he was getting like top four, top three, top mm-hmm. five, right? Pretty, pretty sick. Then uh, Marvel Two came out, or you know, like he just became unbeatable. Very good for And then when did like when did Eddie kind of start taking notice? Because I remember when he first came out for like B five, you know, there was because obviously Eddie Lee came out for B four. And then Justin yeah, yeah. came out for B five, and you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, and and then we were telling the West Coast people like I remember during B four when we were out there, yeah. we were telling the West Coast people it, it, it's like we're, we're pretty good, but but Justin's like the best, right? Yeah. yeah. Right and so when did when did Eddie kind of start recognizing Justin as like you know what this might be the prodigal son here like I need to start training this so, guy. So, 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 so like uh, so it, it was about it was about two thousand or so. And then, okay. and then I remember, and then I remember, like, um, that, that was back when we were still talking on IRC, um, all games SF two, <laughs> like Migs MVC MVC message board, right? Where mm-hmm, we're, we're like, you know, you couldn't see the video, so people would just pop shit at each other, right? And yeah. Then, uh-huh. w- 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 West Coast West Coast wasn't believing about Justin, right? right. And and then I, I think the first time like um, that that came to rest was um, ECC six. ECC six was a tournament at eight on the break in Denali, New Jersey, um, ran by Todd Dwyer, the homie. That right. so uh-huh. like so back in those days, like it's like you said, we, we we covered every game like CVS, Super Turbo, um, Marvel, Marvel two, Third Strike, right? And those are mm-hmm. the arcade days. So four cabinets. We so long story short, <laughs> the grand finals of Marvel two at ECC six <laughs> was played at nine o'clock in the fucking morning. Yep. Nine o'clock in the fucking morning. That's how long this shit took, like on four right. cabinets, right? Yep. And the grand finals, the grand finals was uh, Justin Wong versus Ricky Ortiz. Right. And I was right there, and, and I was right there for that, right? And uh, basically, like it was pretty competitive, but uh, Justin won, right? So then, so so then West Coast started saying that, like you know, like R- R- Ricky's not the best, right? Right. What about uh, what, what, what about Vian shit, right? So right. Midwest <laughs> Championships that same year, two thousand. We all go. I think Justin, I think it's Justin and Vi in the finals, mm-hmm. something like that. Like, uh, I think I got third or fourth or something. Um, yeah, ju- yeah, Justin blew up Vi again, well, right? I mean, and, even before that, even before that, I still remember being at Southern Hills Golfland. Now, I, I have good memory, but it definitely gets messed up a lot. But I still remember there was a Southern Hills Golfland where Ricky visited from the East Coast and beat Vi in grand finals with the runaway storm. And like we were all confident because at that point in time, which is probably weird to people in the chat, Ricky was considered East Coast, right? Because that's where yeah, she was uh, at the time. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Ricky was on East Coast for a good year too. So when she came and played MVC two at Southern Hills Golfland, we were all like, "Oh, we'll beat him up anyway." Vi's, I mean, it sounds weird too, but Vi was the best at MVC two at the time. A lot of people probably didn't yeah. know he was one of the best at one point yeah. in time, but. Yeah, Ricky won, and that was the first time a lot of the West Coast people felt that sting of, like, actually losing to the East Coast, you know? Yeah, Ricky was like, Ricky, like, she was like, that's like trial by fire right there. So, So Ricky, she's the person that will be going up to Chinatown Fair in December, like, buck cold, right? And, like, she'll be coming up in sandals and, like, still body you. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. 
in New, how, in December in New how, York. That's good, okay, that's how good Ricky was. So Ricky uh, was so good. Ricky was so good that I got bodied so hard that I sat there for a whole weekend and learned crouch cancel. I'm, I'm sorry, not crouch cancel. Roll cancel at CVS too. Uh, Just because I was so tired of fucking losing that shit. Like I sat there for like 48 <laughs> hours until I got it down. <laughs> Dude, so some people are asking when did Doc Duck Doe come into play? So I can oh, yeah, actually say this: that. Duck Doe, I played him in Hyper Fighting. Uh, one of my friends had a Hyper Fighting machine, arcade machine in his house, and he would uh, invite a lot of people over a lot of the times. And Duck Doe was one of them. And he was like twelve years old. He was thirteen years old, and he was just sitting there playing Hyper Fighting with the rest of us. He was all right. Like I would beat him most of the time in Hyper Fighting. And then when I went to an E3, Ducto was sitting there playing. I was like, oh, Duck, I haven't seen you in forever. And he's playing MVC2 on the E3 machine. And I'm like, you know what? I used to beat this guy up in hyper fighting. And I played him in MVC2 and he kicked my fucking ass. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Is, wait, when did this guy become so good, dude? And it's so funny because like he played at the Inland Center Mall in San Bernardino area at the Aladdin's Castle there. And me and my uh, ex at the time, we went to the arcade because my brother found out about the Akuma Code. That was when the Akuma Code first dropped. And I went to the Super Turbo Machine and I tried to do the Akuma Code. I messed up. And then my ex was like, let me try. And she actually fucking did it. She got Akuma and Duck was there and he was like, wait, what the fuck? How did you do that? Like, (laughs) I still remember duck being there when i when i first did the akuma code dude it was actually kind of funny so duck's been in the scene forever as well <laughs> oh man yeah dude that's what i gonna get at because we talked about midwest championship justin biting by and then the final showdown was at b5 yeah justin yep mm-hmm. finally finally justin versus that duck was- that was that, that was also the tournament where, where Liquid Metal showed everybody the ROM Infinite. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that specifically. Mm-hmm. I, like I remember the whole USA Mama Two crowd was like, "Wow!" So yeah. So yeah. again, history for people if they don't know, uh, MVC Two was always America's game. Nobody in Japan was competitive. Like nobody in Japan was competitive. Yeah, they, 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 they had the tech though. Like I said, like the, the ROM, like the next Japan. Yeah. And, and <laughs> that was uh, Liquid Metal was a combo video maker in Japan who was obsessed with MVC2. And he came out for B5, and it was a really freaking big deal that he came out for that. So he came out, yeah, I think Cheeky. Yeah, like a, the Japan coming out for Marvel? That's unheard of. Yeah. And, and yeah. And so a lot of people were like, oh my God. See, again, we had no idea. We we're like, how good is he? Is he going to be able to buy? He had all the tech, but you know, the, the mindset of the, the U.S. strategy in MVC2 was just too beyond what the what the Japanese players were doing. The tech didn't help them in that game. Uh, oh, yeah, because it's about the team composition in that game. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. not supposed to individual tech, although, you know, it helped. Yeah, and, and, you know, they Japan wasn't used to blowing meter just for chip damage and, you know, for, for getting advantageous situations and stuff like that. It was just such a different mindset, and I don't know what it is, but it just worked for the U.S. mindset a lot. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not, I mean, Marvel 2 is straight hood status game, man. It's like, you know, you, you go to your bodegas, you go to your laundromats, right? Like, you, you're in the hood, right? You go, you go to the grocery store, like you see Marvel 2 
right? Like, you know, you just crack out, push some buttons. See, there might be like some gangsters to the left of you, some gangsters to the right of you, but it's all good. You know, like <laughs> that, 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 that's why, like, you can't you can't replicate that in Japan. Japan is yeah. too clean. J- yeah. Japan is too clean. You can't replicate that. It's a culture <laughs> difference. I mean, dude, t- like you probably agree with this, but our current timeline. Obviously, we're in the golden age of the FGC because everything is just so much better. We have good. Oh yeah, I think so. yeah, yeah, we yeah, have, like, yeah. I'm just chilling. Like, the, you know, like you know, it's actually to the point. Like it's so much of a golden era that like it, it's starting to be to the point where playing online is more optimal than playing online. Yeah, exactly. And like that's crazy. That, 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 that's crazy. That's crazy, and, guys. And and we have like ten legit games that are fun and balanced. You know, because like, yeah, obviously do. games were not balanced back then. But like the craziest thing about oh, where was I going with this? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're in the golden age of the fighting game community. But like, honestly, the one thing we're missing in the scene right now is an MVC game, a versus game as one of the, the pre, pre, you know, as one of the premier games, because Marvel yeah, three, well, Marvel two. I mean, when those games were the big games, I, like the scene is a different. I wish, place. Uh, uh, like, um, I wish, like, whichever suit is holding Marvel two back from being at Evo, please, please sign the paper. <laughs> right, seriously. Like, please, like, 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 come on already, right? I yeah. mean, uh, I mean, like, everybody knows too. Like, everybody knows that, like, when Marvel two's on the stream. Like it's just a blow up, like period. Everybody like, watches dude. which which, which, which suit is holding it back and why? Because like <laughs> I, I want to see it. Like, damn! Like it's been so many conversations about MVC two happening at Evo, and then yeah. people hit me up saying like, "Yo, Art, bring all your DC HDMIs," and I'm like, "Hell yes, I'm with it." And then like something happens. I mean, uh, I still remember the story like when, uh, you know, just kind of talking about the U.S. versus Japan mindset in those games. Like Seth would tell me a story that like during MVC3's development, they would discover like the most broken shit with Magneto and they'd be like, we should fix that, right? And Seth is like, no. (laughs) Keep it in. Keep it in. You know, like that's the point. And man, like I'm not, I love, I love Seth. People don't know about Seth Killian. Oh, dude, I, I, lo- yeah. I love Seth. I can hear him talk for hours. Dude, Seth is one of those people that I wish I could tell everything about, but he will write a book one day, I'm sure, and we'll we'll yeah. we'll hear all of his stories. <laughs> yep. Love uh, Seth Killian. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, yeah. So let's 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 talk about this because I mean, you know, uh, we were talking about like tournament organization and stuff like that. Like people don't know how hard it is to do like tournament organization these days, and like all the it's, shit it's, that it's can so, blow so up hard. and everything. Yeah, it's so, it's so fucking hard. Like that's why, like that, and that, that's why, like when I'm at Combo Breaker, for example, you, you know, great, great event. You know, like uh. I know what I'm getting into, right? You know, you know. Obviously, I'm a person <laughs> that plays on PC, right? You know, I play on PS4, mm-hmm. play on PS4, but you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna blow up the TO. Like, it's yeah, a great tournament, course. like a great, great tournament, great experience. Like, you know, and just to get all those moving parts running is ridiculous. And then w- w- when I saw Rick's bill for how much he said it took to put on <laughs> Combo Breaker, oh my god, bro! <laughs> like, re- respect your fucking TOs. I don't want to hear shit. Yeah. I mean, one of the interesting things too, I mean, 
speaking of like younger players, I mean, I was really impressed with this. You know, Umi Show, the the happy oh, yeah, chaos yeah. player who's been blowing everybody up online. I remember I mean, he won. Playing, I mean, the guy that was playing at the Matcherino Cup and won it before, right before Combo Breaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Remember, we were interviewing him after he won yeah. that, and he said, "He's like, yeah, I've got to practice on PS4 now." Because I just have to see, you know, I, I have to know what combos are too hard to do on PS4 so I know what to go for and, and assess my risk reward and stuff. Dude, it was like, I was so impressed with that mindset that he had. It wasn't like, man, why are you guys playing on the shitty PS4? Like he, he appro- yeah, and he approached it such a smart way. And I was like so impressed by that mindset that he had. I mean, like, I, I, I mean, that's also like a testament to um to Arc System work. So, Arc, so for those of you guys that don't know, like, uh, out of all the Unreal games right now, you know, somebody's talked about dropping the lag. Arc System works. Guilty Gear Strive, PS4, PS4 Pro, PS5 mode, no PS4 mode on PS5. That's the only Unreal game with two frames of input delay at 60 hertz. Like, <laughs> I think that should be commend. That's actually commendable. Like that, that means. If you're playing on a on a one frame setup on PC, you can adapt to two frame PS4 Pro, which is what right. I fucking want. That's what I want. Right, and obviously yeah. right now it's too expensive for you know gaming gen to have like seven bazillion PS5s. Actually, they probably have that yeah. already, huh? Yeah, but, but but like that. That's why the PS4. That's why the PS4 Pro is so good. Like mm. they fix that Unreal Engine lag and make all the games two frame. Yeah, be so dude. But I mean, you know, you've obviously organized a lot of stuff. I mean, like the the, the spooky really? blow up and all that stuff like that. I don't want to get into the details of that. But, you know, a lot of that comes from the fact that it's fucking tiring doing that every goddamn week. Bro. <laughs> right? Bro. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say like, you know, like FGC is mad spoiled. You guys don't know how good you have it. Like, guys, we're in a pandemic where like, you're getting thousands of dollars every fucking week. You're getting clout on your name every fucking week, right? Like, we had it too good. We had it too good. <laughs> we had it too good. I mean, that's why, like, that, 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 that's why East Coast was the best in Street Fighter for so long. Mm-hmm. Because, of NLBC. Five. Five. because of, of NLBC. Because of NLBC. Because of NLBC. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You know, because it was so competitive and everyone kept playing there. And, you know, it, think, it's. Yeah. It, I think it's, about it like this. Like, I was running the stream and I was playing IDOM and Grand Finals every week, every single week. I'm like yo, like I'm like yo. This, this guy's gonna win a world tournament. You guys don't know how good I am it, right? Mm-hmm. Sure enough, dude. Sure enough. Yeah, now. Sure enough. IDOM is basically like you know considered number one or number two in the game right now. So you know, yeah, he's cl- sick. He's clearly sick. one but, of the best. And and we, that's we, a- yeah, oh, I know it's it's so good though. Like so like so so IDOM skill level is to the point where like I play another Lara. I play another poison. I'm like, you're not fucking Ida. I'm like, come on, get, 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 get out of here, right? <laughs> and, like, and, and, uh, and so far, so far, it's held up. You know, I, I pretty much like beat like all all the Lars and uh all the poisons. But like, I'm, I'm kind of desensitized. I'm very fortunate because I'm playing world class players every week. Right. So I'm, yeah. so desensitized to, I'm so desensitized to that high level of play. It's like I'm sure some people in the stream chat they look at these players like they're gods, right? Me, because I'm playing them every week, I'm like, no, like, they're not gods. Like, they're human just like the rest of us. Like, they can bleed too. They can get it too. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing too, is because, I mean, we come from that generation. Like, this is the dangerous part of this. Like, it's happened in the Smash community, right? And again, this is no slight on the Smash community. Uh, This is just the culture that they've bred, and that's fine. Uh, You know, there's nothing wrong with it. 
But yeah, the top player privilege, the top player, you know, the gods kind of concept. And the thing about it is you're from the old school mentality where nobody's a god. Nobody's yeah, a god. Yeah, put up that quarter. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, and oh, dude, you say that. And like, that's like my whole thing, right? Like, even if a, somebody came into Chinatown Fair and you didn't know who they were and they were a stranger and you didn't want them around and you don't, because that was the arcade culture. You never wanted strangers to win because your arcade is the best, right? That's, yep. that's yep. the mentality. And so the coolest thing about the arcade culture is that even if you saw a stranger come in and you didn't like the, the, the look of his jib or whatever, you know, like if you didn't like him or whatever like that, if they put up a quarter, they played. Yeah, they played like pretty much straight up. And um, mm-hmm. I think we saw that arcade culture in a full effect at a jazzy circuit this weekend. Like uh, <laughs> we were in Dallas, Texas, but it was kind of an all New York affair. Like yeah. you hear New York mm-hmm. popping off like left and right. Like that—that's how good our scene is, James. Like, yeah. like there's so much fire that people don't know about. Yo, like New York, Third Strike. Yo, dog, we have like five to six venues with Third Strike arcade PCBs. Dang. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like it's like mini Japan. Up in bitch. Oh my it's god. Like mini- it's crazy. And, yeah, and, and you know, kind of veering off a little bit into just like the, the 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 old school passion, but like kind of circling back to a little bit. Like you've obviously organized a bunch of these tournaments and stuff, but you know, from a technical aspect too. I mean, just you know, us trying to set up the stream, we're having audio issues and all this stuff, and yeah. you know, the the whole streaming is a blow up because you were one of the first people to uh, really start adopting the streaming, and you were running into a lot of the technical problems a lot of other people and a lot of people just don't know how hard it is to stream an event like combo breaker and have it actually be pulled off dude <laughs> oh yeah it's a, no oh yeah it's od like the production value like everything behind the scenes is uh, ridiculous it gets even harder when it comes to arcade stuff because you're dealing with not standard equipment mm-hmm. every time yeah like uh I mean, th- thankfully on console, it's a little bit easier. Everything's standard, right. but uh, yeah. yeah, like basically respect all your streamers too. Like they put in like ridiculous amounts of hours to, to bring you the godlike shit for free at home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give, give give them give them your eight ninety five. Give them yourself. You know, <laughs> the you yourself, right? <laughs> like um, they, de- they definitely deserve it. Yeah, it's it's crazy how much work goes into all this. And, you know, kind of going back to where, you know, started about, you know, growing the FTC, like... I've spent, I, I spent 25K, 25 to 30K on my own personal stream setup. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's up to your boy. <laughs> why, do you, why, do you think, why do you think the shit looks so good, right? NYC oh, Furby we, we, subbed we're not the NYC. <laughs> yeah, we're not playing over here. Look, I mean, this is the thing, right? Like... Thinking back to ECC 6, ECC 5, or whatever, you know, like, for me, I never thought we would be at the point where we could be on an ESPN 2, you know, or or even at the Mandalay oh, yeah. Bay Arena. I mean, there's that, you know, when you watch the Bang the Machine trailers, there's a scene where Vi's like, look at these Japanese guys, they're playing in stadiums and shit, man. And, like, you look see the look on their face, like, if only we could do that one of these days. Oh, like, yeah, uh, like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, like, that's the reason, you know, that's one of the reasons why I started streaming, because mm-hmm. because I, I, I was at SBO to I actually qualified. Mm-hmm. So, like, so, so I was on the big stage over there. My matches actually streamed live. And like you ever been to SBO or even watch, go watch one of the old SBO DVDs. Like go watch SBO three, SBO four. That <laughs> shit is fucking sick. That made me want to stream, bro. Oh like, man. 
Now, I mean, like, how, like, did you think we could get to this point already? Like, I mean, honestly, I thought I would be old and dead by the time we got to this point. And, you know, we're, we were here in less than, you know, 10 years from when I even had that thought. Like, did you ever think we would get to this point? Obviously, we're still small. We're still trying like, to grow. But Like, uh, like um, I was just playing to play. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even consider that, to be honest. Oh, dang. Okay, yeah, like, okay. I, 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 mean, I mean, like, you know, like some people try to be about the chips now, but we're, like, we were just playing for the love. We didn't yeah. think about any of that shit. And it just kind of happened. Yeah, I mean, because for me, like I said, that, that's been on my mind forever. Right. That's the reason why I wrote FAQs. It's the reason why I did articles on SRK and, you know, tutorial videos and stuff, because I was always thinking about trying to blow this shit up. But fuck, I never thought it would get to this kind yeah, of uh, level. Guys, guys, like I read James Chen's facts on brawl.mindlink.net. <laughs> oh, my God. Mosaic. You just, I, I like Mosaic. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you just I, brought I was, up brawl.mindlink.net. Holy I was a shit. I was the eight year old. I wasn't. I was the eight year old using that Usenet, right? Like text based internet all day. And I'm like, yo, what's this? What's brawl? Who's James Chen? Oh, somebody good. Oh like, yeah. Dude, people don't know old. about brawl. Old, that dude. was like game facts <laughs> before game facts. Literally, it yeah, was. Yeah. I wrote a Sodom SF SF Alpha guide on there. I think. <laughs> yeah. That was like that, 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 that was like that was like in the early '90s when we had like 2400 bought modem. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't... Like dial up. I, I was reading all games SF2. Like that, that, that oh, was my fix. Yeah. I was my what, fix. What? Like when I was like 12. Did you post on all games SF2 a lot? Because yeah, I mean, I, I was there I at one point in I time, posted. but I kind of stopped around like the Alpha 2 era. And well, I definitely actually, posted. I, I definitely posted okay. there. Okay. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. I mean, that was. That was, I mean, I still remember, like, to give you guys an idea of how disconnected we were, I thought I was hot shit in Alpha 1. Now, don't get me wrong, I was really good at Alpha 1 at the time. And I was like, you know, Birdie versus Guy was one of the worst matchups in the game, but I was always like, you know what, I think Birdie can fight Guy. Like, I can beat my guys, the, the guys that I play over here. That was just better than most of the people were. And like, on AGS of 2, it was like, dude, you don't understand, there's this Guy player over here, he's like the best, like, you'll never beat him. And I was like, I bet you I could beat him with Birdie. And he's like, nah, dude, you have to play this guy, his name is John Choi, he's really good. And I was like, nah, dude i think i could beat him dude <laughs> like like i didn't even know who john Choi was at that time for alpha one like I, I we didn't know and you know there were people i still remember on srk oh. i'd be talking on forums and people were like i'm better than vaya and john Choi," yeah, and i was like yeah, you're thing. not and he's like what no. if i came and beat them and i was like well then good for you yeah. But it's not you happening. Know, <laughs> yeah, you, know, like, you, you want to know a funny story? Like, all right, so ECC3, right? Like, I'm so green to the scene. I didn't know who John Choi was, right? And I played him in Marvel 1 at, mm -hmm. at, ECC, at ECC3. And, I, and, like, I beat him. I started popping the fuck off. And, like, I feel so embarrassed now now I think about it. Because I was like, <laughs> yo, like. I didn't know, like, I didn't know I was playing John Choi. It's not even his main game. Like, why am I popping off? Dude, at B3, I mean, my, my John Choi story, dude, I have a very similar John Choi story. Like, at B3, you know, it was about Vi, John Choi, and Chris Finney. Do you remember Chris Finney? From oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, he, he was so, on AGSF2. Yeah, so it was those yeah. three guys that were showing up that were supposedly, like, the best players there. During the course of the tournament... You know, John Choi, I mean, every people, I talk about the John Choi route all the time, going to loser's bracket and then winning the yeah. tournament 
Whenever, whenever I do that, whenever I lose first round and win the tournament, I just I just pull the John Choi. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and so John Choi never plays to that level of what John Choi is like capable. You're right, He's exactly. Like and so during the course of that tournament, like someone asked me, he was like, so how does it look to you? How does like Vi and all these guys look? There was this one Asian dude from Canada that was looking really strong. I was like, he's looking really good. And Vi is looking really strong. I don't know though. John Choi looks kind of weak. And I turn around and he's like literally sitting there looking at me. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I mean, uh, that, but you know, well, I mean, what do you, how do you, fuck. <laughs> That was like my first interaction with John Choi, dude. And I, oh God, it was just, it had to work out that way, dude. Oh God. Yeah, no. And then obviously John Choi got to grand finals with Vi and we had the most epic Alpha 2 ending ever. So, you know. Yeah. Oh man. John Choi is still still sick even to this day. You can find him on Fight K2. Dude, remember remember in Street Fighter 4, he beat Daigo's evil Ryu with his regular Ryu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who do you think recorded that video, James? Get that CPM, Arturo! Thankfully, your boy Young Art was on the scene, otherwise, it would have been lost to history. Never been streamed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were definitely running around recording a lot. I remember those. You were running around Evo recording a lot of the hype matches that weren't on stream. I remember that. That was uh, yep. like almost all you at that time. So Yep. Yeah, yeah. So 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 whenever a top player says like, yo, I, I can't get content at a tournament, like, yeah, like I guess I'm off stream matches. Right? You can either bitch about it or do it. Yeah, do <laughs> That's it. the theme. That's the theme of this interview, dude. <laughs> yeah, those that bitch and those that do. Oh yeah, and Biscuit mentions in the chat, but obviously, gotta give a lot of shout outs to Preppy. You know what the craziest thing is, is that oh, Preppy, Preppy's a man. Preppy's yeah. A man. So Zach D, if you guys don't know, Preppy, he used to record a lot of footage. He has basically one of the greatest archives of match he's footage. One the, he, he's one of the guys that inspired me. Well, yeah, and 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 you and know he what hated the, YouTube. He hated YouTube. Yeah, he did. He, uh, YouTube yeah. sucked back then, dude. Like yeah, did, combo video makers fucking hated YouTube back then. Yeah, I, I, it was all about combovideos.com, video mm. opera, game like, combo, direct connect. <laughs> and the craziest thing about it is, like, I have a, an external hard drive with so many old combo videos. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, many like old, I have my, I have, I have like, like three hundred DVDs of combo. Dude, videos. I need I, to yeah, up. I need to get them all. Get it off, get it off. Yeah, I need to upload all that shit to YouTube. I still have all the mini DVDs that I personally recorded from all the Evos. I've been talking to Esteban uh, about digitizing all of those as well. There's just... Yeah, do it. There's so much stuff out there, yeah. I mean, we talked about it at Combo Breaker this year. So, obviously, Esteban is tired and stuff, but we'll get into that at at some point. But we have, there's so much history out there that I don't feel like a lot of people know about, dude. It's Yeah, it's not not because we don't talk about it that much. That's why, like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, shout out to you for asking me to come on. I mean, honestly, what one of the hardest parts, too, is that all of our memories aren't perfect. Right. Like we get a lot of I mean, I keep remembering things that didn't happen the way they did. You know, like I'm not even talking about FTC. I'm just talking about other stuff. You know, like I remembered something. I remember watching Kobe's 81 point game in a certain year and it had nothing to do with that year. You know, (laughs) I was like, shit, dude. (laughs) 
what 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 is my brain thinking you know so like dude yeah it's it's weird we're it's a big hole and it's one of the reasons why i started filming and taking pictures at evo i put it on myself to be the historian to be the archivist and yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why I do like 4K 60 FPS capture. Because like 10 years from now, that's just gonna look fucking godlike. Dude, even <laughs> today, like you know that Stephen Hendershoot book that came out, the 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 it's like the Encyclopedia of Street Fighter uh, came out recently. There yeah. are some photos in there that are from my Flickr. You know, because I was the only one taking pictures of Evos and Southern Hill Golfland when it closed and all these things like that. I was one of the only people. So, like, my name is in the credits of that because I'm one of the only people that has photos of those things, dude. So, it's... Oh, yeah, good shit. Yeah, it's it's crazy. There's just so much history out oh, there. That... Oh, no, 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 oh, yo, to, to Kjohn86, like, you said something really good in the chat. Uh-huh. Oh, man, the flashbacks when Japanese chairman sell DVD of their matches. <laughs> yeah. so, 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 funny story, so... So oh, you guys remember Eno, Inoue, the CVS2 player. Oh, yeah, yeah, Japanese yeah. Japanese yeah. CVS2 player. All right, so, so so there was a time where like, he was living on the East Coast with us, and he was, I think he was traveling like, the whole nation, right? So at so that time, he was staying with the, he was staying with me and Ricky. So like, we, we were just grinding it out, like all three of us just cracking out matches, right? He, uh, now, I remember he, he was getting around selling like um, a six CD set of like top level Japanese CVS2 <laughs> player. And I think it was like 30, 40 bucks. Uh-huh. And I saw the matches and like this like it just blew my fucking mind. Dude. It was the sickest thing I ever seen. And I mean, then he had and then he had the, the, the freaking CBS2 book. And I look at the book oh. and I see hitbox, hurt box, frame data. Yeah. I'm like, no, there's no wonder. I'm like, no wonder you guys are so fucking good. This is not but, fair. I mean, even back Give then, the even back <laughs> then though, the frame data wasn't even like that crazy, right? I mean, Cammy, like Cammy and CBS too, like that last day. Well, what I mean was like yeah. we didn't study frame data like that because all uh, frame data did was just confirm what we kind of already knew, right? That's true, yeah. Because a lot yeah, of the yeah, old, that's true, that's true. a lot of the that's old true. games weren't as reliant on frame data. Like no, I say not. that, like, yeah. and people yeah, don't true. believe me. They're like, that's no, true. James, if frame data existed back then no. it would have been it's it's not like it's not no. as important for the older games it's, honestly it's really it's really not as important like it's only important when you're trying to do like impossible combos and stuff but um mm-hmm. but, but yeah in terms of frame data it's like you don't need a frame data book to tell you cammy's like close fears and cvs2 is crazy plus <laughs> like double digit plus right, you right. Can still have, have playing the game <laughs> Yep, exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. And I mean, dude, and you people are talking about the DVDs in there. I'm sure you've probably had some of the the uh gamest tapes or the TZW yeah, combos that were on VHS. All. I got them all, bro. They're yeah, all on all, VHS and third, third generation VHS. Yeah, where the tracking couldn't even get it so that you could see it clearly on the top. Like, dude, we were, I still have some of those VHSs. I definitely have some of those old VHSs. I think I still have the X-Men versus Street Fighter gamest. I got them from Derek Daniels. Like, he he actually sent me a bunch of them uh, when he was yeah, back in. Uh, yeah, from, Derek from, Daniels sent everybody through IRC. He was sending all the yeah. tapes through IRC. <laughs> you pay him 30 bucks, and yep. he sent you the tapes. Yep. Absolutely. There's another old school guy people don't know. You want to want to know why Man. God of War? You want to know why God of War 1 was so fun? It's cuz a bunch of fighting game players worked on it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> what game what, what 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 game the shirts work on on combat? Uh he start he helped on uh the Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks game and then I think he did help with uh some of the God of War games early on, didn't yeah. he? I think he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, I think he, I think he did. Shasta shirts, like he, he always be um 
he, every now and then he always appears in, in my tweet threads. Yeah. I post a Dawson clip, like sure, yeah. just post. And he's like, holy shit. Right? Oh, <laughs> I like what's man. up. Oh man. But yeah, I mean, honestly, like preservation of of FGC media is is hard. It's so it's important. It's yeah, so important. And it's we still gotta be we gotta keep working on that. Like I said, I have all the shit and it's it's terrible. Like I need to digitize all this stuff. And Let's like go, people son. don't realize how fortunate we are that we can digitize I'm, all this stuff and have it be I mean, I, I, I mean, shit, send it my way, James. Like, I, I got a frame meister. I got an OSSC. I got composite capture. Like, <laughs> Dude, I mean, honestly, <laughs> we'll talk to you about that because, like I said, I know Besteban and I know Chris Seglia. Like, both of those guys are super interested. And, obviously, Chris Seglia used to work for, what, Pac-12 Broadcasting. So he's They're busy, happy. though. Yeah, they're, they're busy. They're, they're, That's they're, the hard they're, part. They're, they're busy making the chips. Yep. Your, boy, your, your boy, young art is here on the retro all day. Like I'm staring at a CRT. <laughs> like yeah, I'm on my camera on, but I'm staring at a CRT right in my face dude. and a high refresh monitor right dude, next to it. I mean, let's, dude, let's I, <laughs> you, dude, the, everybody knows on my stream right there is a CRT with an NES on top of it right now. Like there's literally a CRT on my streaming but, 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 desk but, over but, here. But, but, but like, is it an RGB CRT? Is it composite? Is it component? Like, it's composite. Like this is an oh. old school composite. Composite only CRT. <laughs> you gotta, you know, like, you know, that's it, James. You, you gotta come to New York, right? You, you gotta get converted by Cruise, right? And then like get get your eyes open. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, get remember uh, talking to uh, Beast, right? Beast is. Oh, uh, beast? oh yeah, that's, that's another Beast. Yeah, go he's on. the guy. He's the guy who got me to set up the OSCC for my Tetris the Grandmaster. The Yo, only he reason did, why. Thank God. So, yeah. so, so, so let me guess. You set you the optimal timings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The he set me timing. all the settings that I had to set on it. And if it wasn't for him, I would not have been able to ever stream Tetris the oh. Grandmaster. And you oh, yeah, were the yeah. one who hooked me up to him too. You were oh, the yes. one who introduced so, me to Beast. So, 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 so with those optimal timings, like with the OSSC. Okay, so basically, when we talk about optimal timings, basically, like uh, when you're capturing retro equipment, like on flat screens, it's like you can't be a plug and play fraud. Like now, there's some plug and play <laughs> devices that are. Um, that that are godlike, right? Like the CPS HDMI or the RetroThink 5X. But the the OSSC open source camp converter, it's also responsible for the CPS3 HDMI feed this weekend. That guy Mark and that guy Marcus is a god. That's the only device that um you can actually capture like every arcade board known to man, right? <laughs> but uh but but obviously all the arcade boards are all non-standard video, right? Dude. So like so, so you have to use you have to use like optimal timings and like all like these um you have to go into the sub menu of the OSSC and you need to start fucking around with numbers like for Dude, optimal timings to to get the picture looking just right. So basically, we've all sat there for hours Dude, so that everybody so can benefit. <laughs> one of the things I remember you telling me, and I still don't know how you did this, but like you were setting up a KOF tournament and you were adjusting the OSCC settings to get the colors perfect. Like oh so oh so that 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 actually wasn't me so I'll tell you who's responsible for that so like so 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 you know the homie Tech Monkey right oh yeah 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 uh huh so Tech Monkey bro like this guy is the human fucking scope meaning he can look he can go into the test menu and pull the RGB levels and then just calibrate based on his eyes you know how ridiculous that is what he can sight read colors yes yes yes. That, that's why the fees look so fucking good because of guys like uh, Tech Monkey. Now, 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 remind you, this is before the CPS HDMI. Well, this came is out. this is the so, same Chun Li ST player, Tech Monkey, yes, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. 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 
This guy, this guy's a, we call him the human scope, right? Now, like I said, this is before CP, this, this is before CPS HDMI, right? So, long story short, right? CPS HDMI is godlike because that's perfect color calibration, perfect everything. Digital to digital, flawless. Like you don't need a tech monkey. But before then, right? So, uh, so, so obviously we're capturing right over analog, and then what do we have for setups? We have like a versus city head to head. So that's two CRTs plus a JAMA distribution amp. So you're basically splitting the feed three times. So that means you need to color calibrate not only for the cabinets, but for the stream too. That, I mean, that's the, that's the amount of work we put in to yeah, make at, that at, shit look fire. Like, as somebody who's downloaded real yeah. media videos for MVC2 my whole entire life, like the first time, I, remember, I, I can't remember if you DM'd me or something, but you yeah. pointed me to one of your MVC2 streams. And I remember turning it on and just looking at it, and I was like, like what the fuck? Like, this is the cleanest stream i've ever seen for oh yeah of course yeah, yeah. mc2 dude like yeah I mean, so so like so so like so i met i met the other i met the two halves that that made that i, I also mentioned um that i met citrus but the other guy behind it his name is chris 2600 um retro rgb was nice <laughs> enough to introduce me to him because he, he came to new york randomly he's like from germany or some shit right oh, and like basically like he's a guy that's like 10 years older than me probably five years older than you that came up like in the uh, Commodore 64 era. I mean, if and, he like, calls he's, himself like, 2600. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, Commodore 64. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But but yeah, like he's one of those guys like in his 50s, like you know, like he's the type of guy that does like demo demo scene videos stuff like that. Like uh, he, he he was just doing it because he wanted to see like the coolest shit possible. He wanted to push it to the limit. And it's so cool that I get to meet these guys in person because when I meet these guys that make these godlike products. They don't know the effect that they have. They don't know how powerful they are. Like, you don't understand. Like I, I had to sit there and show Dan and Chris like what I'm doing, and they're like, "You're, you're actually doing this in tournaments? Holy fucking shit!" Right? I mean, who was they all? Get, they me, all get blown away. Who was the one that you told me did the thing for like uh, CPS three that like didn't oh, yeah. really? So, oh yeah. So 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 CPS three. So it's done by the same guy that made the OSSC, Mark Marcus, right? Okay. Um. So 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 basically. Long story short, like so, I meet this guy again at another, at another Illuminati meetup, courtesy of um, Retro RGB. So we have me, NYCVF, right, Bob, and the CPS3 designer there, and like we're telling him like about all the events that, that he does. And at that time when he made the CPS3 HDMI, uh -huh. he didn't think it would sell, dude. He didn't think it would sell because it's only for one fucking game. <laughs> he was he was like, there's no way. He's like, there's no way they're gonna buy third strike boards, right? Right. For this. Uh -huh. like, I, I shouldn't even do it. And I'm like, no, I'm sitting there telling him no, thinking of Jazzy and all these future events. I'm like, no, Marcus, if you sell this, it's gonna sell like hotcakes. Matter of fact, like, can I can I can I get product product feed? Can I get product advice? Actually, make it better. And once I showed him like what I was doing already with this old hardware, he accepted my suggestions. We asked for two things on the CPS3 HDMI that that actually saves the saves the scene. First thing we asked for was a 240 240p video over uh, HDMI. The reason we asked for that is because if for some if for some reason like the fucking um if for some reason like uh something's wrong with the analog capture, you can use HDMI to like VGA converter or whatever mm. and play 240p video on a CRT or lagless. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. The HDMI mm -hmm. port. The second thing we asked for, second thing we asked for was a uh, 480p over um HDMI. The reason we asked for that was is that we wanted to play um we wanted to play third strike on a VGA monitor just for, you know, just make it easier on everybody. So it's like, you know, obviously VGA monitor is 
one of the cheapest forms of CRTs that looks pretty fucking good, right? So the 480p mm-hmm. mode was super clutch. So Marks added both of those modes, and he one-upped it, right? He he actually he, he added those modes, and he added 1200p, 1200p video, right, to the CPS3s. So that's already a 5x upscale over the original uh-huh. hardware. Then after that, he added 6x. So like that's why that's why I blow up the 1440p. Like he went above and beyond with that product. So, like I don't think people actually understand like how and, godlike this guy is. And then he ended up selling a bunch of them, right? <laughs> bro, like, uh, but, bro, like he, he's blessing. This is his side hobby. He's blessing us with his left nut. That's not even his main job, bro. Right. Like he's blessing us. And, like, and, and for people to understand this too, because this is something that a lot of people don't understand about this kind of scaling. There's a difference between scaling and what you call the pixel duplication, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 like yeah, line, yeah, yeah. Pixel duplication means no lag, like scaling. Right, and, like and not only that, but lag. like scaling does like the Photoshop zoom thing. It tries to interpolate and smooth out things yep. and stuff like that. But the scaling, the upscaling that you, the, the pixel duplication is literally, it's not scaling. It's taking every line and duplicating it once or it. twice. or th- So when you said five or six times, it's duplicating. So the pixels are still square no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why when you stream it, you, it the, like the pixel like you can count the pixels on fucking sentinel's head when you're watching your yeah, mvc2 streams dude yeah pretty much and then um and then what else i gonna say oh yeah and also the cps3 hdmi it has a 40 it has a 40 line buffer through the hdmi port this is for compatibility purposes with certain 1080p and um 1440 please flash screens 40 line buffer is not even 0.1 ms so again lagless over HDMI. <laughs> Dude, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, like this, this whole, and like I said, this is so important to me about like this kind of uh, game preservation and stuff. And I mean, you've probably seen all the stuff too, which, you know, is kind of like the weird downside of all this perfect line duplication is that a lot of these graphics were designed for CRTs with the scan lines. Like they actually look wrong on the clear monitor and so, look so, better so, so, so on the, the scan lines. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you're you're right about that. So mm-hmm. so apparently like uh apparently we, we won't get good fake scan lines until we reach 1000 hertz, right? Oh, the, really? the closest Yeah, I, I'm serious. I'm serious about that. Dude, like, you I, even I, can talk, talk about, about this? What the yeah. hell? <laughs> so like so the the device that gets the closest in terms of fake scan lines is actually the Retro Tink 5X Pro. Shout 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 to our boy Mike G, right? Like he That's actually so did a bang up job. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I got everything. I got everything covered, James. It's like people think people think like we boomers, but we actually put in the work, like on the new <laughs> shit. Nah, dude. Like, why is the oldest men in the room teaching people? Like, what dude, it is? That's so <laughs> crazy, dude. I mean, again, you know, one like I said, one of the things when I started this, I don't think people know the kind of shit that you are doing for the fighting game community, and honestly, like the kind of work that we're putting into this and kind of going back to, to, to the original topic, like we're doing this because we love the hobby so goddamn much. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like people don't understand, like, like, (laughs) like I'm not, again, I don't say this to garner sympathy. This is my choice. So I've dug my own grave, but like I went from a programming job and when I got let go, I was like, fuck it. I'm doing FGC, dude. Like, because I've chosen, I've chosen the poverty life. My parents can't brag about me to their Chinese friends anymore, <laughs> except, Damn, you know, man. he's famous now. That's the only thing they can say, you know, because this is kind of the shit that I 
I love to do, man. Like I, this is just my passion. And it's like, I could probably try to go back and get a programming job again, but it's just, this is what I want to do. This is, yeah, I love I, it. I, I, I live for the shit. I live for the and, shit. And you know, being the old man, like we both said it, like people, always, like in interviews, they always ask me, what do you consider the golden age of the FGC? And I'm right always now. like, right now, like right 100% right now, there's nothing better than right the now. Code, yeah, the, the, the net code is good. Like the games are accessible, right? Like high refresh is a thing so we can get CRT timings. Like you know, all that, yeah. like it, it's all here right now. Old Ed, dude. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> dude, it's so good now. And like you said before, and it's like, you know, we sound old when we say this. I mean, we might as well talk about going to the 7-Elevens uphill both ways in the snow. Oh, yeah. But like people really don't understand how how blessed it really is, you know, with guys like Knuckle Dude. Like Knuckle Dude winning Capcom Cup and now basically can retire almost for the rest of his life, right? I mean, he yeah. bought a house or, like, a car for his pe- family or whatever. Like, Gotcha Coon yeah. used it to buy a house you for know, him and his wife. And, like, like you know, when, when, whenever I see, like, um, you know, quote-unquote content creator players, like, you know, doing well on YouTube these days, uh-huh. I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, that's right, motherfucker. Like, this is the ground that we fucking built. And, like, you get to take that. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> See, you know what? They all have to thank Eddie Lee because if it wasn't for Eddie Lee, yeah. there'd be no Arturo Sanchez. And then you know, <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I mean, honestly, like the, the reason why we do a lot of this, the reason why we keep growing. Yeah, I mean, there are times where I talk about like I got bl- I got blown ball fuck up before Street Fighter Five came out when I said if Street Fighter dies, the FGC kind of dies with it. Oh, and yeah, was like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, fuck you, James. They started calling you a cap cut, right? They, they, yeah, they started saying, James, James, he's a, sell, a shill, a sellout. Dude, like, people don't understand. I understand, understand the point of view. I right, point yeah. View. People don't understand what I meant at the time. It's just because, you know, Street Fighter was so, like, was so people, dominant. It was so dominant. They don't know the kind of cultural impact that it has. And again, yeah. I wasn't saying that as Capcom's the best. I was saying that as that sucks. FGC should yeah. be stronger than this. Like we need yeah. to do, we need to do better. And NAFGC, in the end, NAFGC was very Street Fighter centric. Yeah, but in the end, weirdly enough, Street Fighter Five having a terrible launch was really beneficial to the FGC because then it allowed Tekken oh, to blow yeah, the fuck yeah. up, Dragon Ball blew up, and Guilty Gear's blowing up now. So it actually worked yeah. out, which is really great. But again, Street Fighter Five still existed. And you know it was still kind of, sort of leading the way in 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 a, in a lot of the years. Thank and, God, you know, thank God, the Matsumoto son, and uh, you know, like the other <sighs> the, the director for for, yeah. for Nakayama for turning that shit around. Like, dude, thank God, hundred percent. The game's actually good now, people. Like, dude, i I don't blame you if you didn't um if you didn't stick around for for the first like three and a half years when it was yeah. crap, but uh. Now it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Street Fighter Five. I mean, you said it, it's a numbers game, right? The thing about it is, for a lot of us, that's one of the amazing things that you're so good at Five is because you've adapted to that, right? Because, like, you know, the, there's a different mindset between Street Fighter Five and all the old school games because we didn't have the ability to go to an internet or training mode. So these games were designed to be played by feel, not by numbers. And these days, we actually have the ability to study all that shit. And so, you know, 
I mean, I talk about this also the heart, mind, the, the heart, mind and body, you know, philosophy of fighting games. And, you know, you look at it, Justin had trouble with Street Fighter V until he found Manat because then he could play Street Fighter V like an old school fighting game. And then what's really interesting is that Justin's a heart player like all day, right? Like he is 100% a heart player. And I've always said KOF 15 is a heart game and he fucking loves KOF 15 right now. And then yeah, Punk, yeah, that's true. He's in love with it. Punk, who's a mind game player, like he plays Street Fighter Five. he's really good at it. He doesn't really enjoy King of Fighters that much. I mean, he said yeah, on his Twitter, like yeah. he's like, I'm not really into the game. It doesn't flow with me. Like yeah. this is no like... That's why, like, I'm so surprised that you have been able to make that transition. You know, obviously, players have done it, like Daigo, obviously. He started off weak in Street Fighter V as well, but he figured it out, too. But, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 well you know, like, Young Art's always always uh, innovating the game, so it should be no surprise <laughs> that... Uh, Adapting, it should be no surprise that, uh, yeah, like, I'm just the frame data. But actually, one thing about frame data, though, like, if both sides know the frame data, it goes back to mind games. Yes, exactly. <laughs> every, ga- every game gets to that point, but it's it's the it's the barrier of entry in Street Fighter Five that's difficult because you kind of have to sit down and memorize everything. The example I always give is if you don't know Colleen's crouching medium kick is plus and Colleen's yeah. is minus, even yeah, though Colleen's awesome. looks slow as fuck and Colleen's looks super fast. You know, yeah. like it's you, you're you're not gonna survive if you don't know after yeah, exactly. Zangief fierce SPDs and dashes. He's plus two. What are Zangief's option? Another SPD jab into strong SPD, but then he's minus two and he dashes forward, but he's too far away for a meaty fierce SPD. So yeah. you can you know, like if you don't know it's all, all shit. that shit, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's all shit that, that you learn in, intuitively by playing though. So so like right. that's why I said like it's not that I've studied it so much. It's that I just been playing throughout all the six seasons. So it's like, mm-hmm. so it's like my, my knowledge checks are there. Yeah. And yeah. dude, that's why, like, for me, it's just been so impressive and for to see you succeed in this game. And, and also, honestly, I had trouble with Street Fighter Five at first because I was playing Cammy and I was trying to play her like Street Fighter Four. So I didn't understand the numbers and, and, and how to play it that way. And it was only after I switched to Lucia because it forced me yeah. to, to, to abandon my old school mindset and learn Street Fighter V as its true form. And I honestly really started to enjoy it a lot. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? yeah like, like I said, like once they uh, once they made some changes to the game, to the game's yeah. meta, like when, once we figured out like um, how to drop the lag, then it becomes, like I realized, once I did the whole, that's why I got so good at Street Fighter V. Once I did the whole lag optimization tech, Mm. I really started enjoying the games like a hundred times more, right? <laughs> and like, and, and I was like, wow, like my only and because Dalsim is cheap now. Is, <laughs> yeah, well, well that's always been cheap. But my only beef with these games is that the games fucking lag, and mm. like, and like I thought, I thought it was me, but it wasn't. Right, right. Yeah, once the lag goes away, it's godlike. These games is godlike. Yeah, I'm. I'm really curious how Street Fighter Six is going to play. I really am curious if if it's going to be very frame data heavy. And again, oh, yeah. if it is, nothing wrong with that. It's absolutely yeah, fine. That. And and especially with the experience that Matsumoto and Nakayama have now, is that they'll they'll be able to make a good game out of it. But again, it's just a very different mindset because again, like I said, back in the day, we didn't have training mode. My yeah. training mode was literally at my college. We had free play arcade times where you paid six bucks to go in and for three hours you played everything for free. 
and yeah, Saturday right. morning was one of the days, and nobody was waking the fuck up to go play arcade at Saturday morning at 10 a.m. And so I would go there and I would have the Alpha 3 machine to myself. How did I write the yeah. Alpha 3 combo fact? That's you how I did there. it. Yeah, you stayed there and like you, know, you just corded up. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%, and then, dude. Yeah, and, and then Street Fighter 6, it's, it's so different now. You know when she probably you, you know as soon as the game launches, everybody's gonna be watching those new Dallas lag reports. It's gonna be like the hot. hot. <laughs> I'm just I, I can't I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. That's gonna be the hottest fucking topic when that shit dude, comes out. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be crazy because I mean like if Street Fighter Six comes out with good net code, good lobbies, good matchmaking, all the one player content and stuff, dude, it's gonna blow the fuck up. Like it is yo, gonna blow the fuck I, up, dude. Yeah, like yo, like I, I really, I really hope so. But like I said, you know, because it's crossplay, it's like you know they, they have to cater to the lowest common denominator, which means <laughs> PS4 Slims and uh, PS4 Chubbies. So uh, I'm, 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 I'm praying for the best here. I'm praying for the best. <laughs> oh man, <sighs> yeah. I honestly though, it's just like. Uh, Again, you know, talking about the, the the modern FGC versus past, it's so good now because all the games are good, right? Like the reason why I play KOF yeah, and Guilty Gear and Street Fighter and Soul Calibur and shit is because all the games are so good now. Like all the yeah, games all we good. played back then, like you remember CVS1 Nakaruru. That's always my yeah. example of like fucking busted ass character, dude. Broke so. it. They have broken. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but you know, honestly, like, yeah, current FGC is so good now. Like, I don't even, you know, we're not even saying like you don't know how good you have it because you you should suffer, you should suffer to know to appreciate. No, it's just literally you guys just don't know how good you have it. It's wonderful now. Like uh, we so, are so, in, so, yeah, yeah, we are we are in a golden era. So so the, there's only one thing I don't like about this new era. Okay, well, one thing, and okay. like it's like all of these our, games. How what what's up? I started saying blow them up, blow them up, dude. Blow oh oh, up. so like <laughs> these games take these days these games take too long to fucking load, James. Oh yeah. Like okay okay. I, fair, like fair. I, I want it to be like arcade where you just press a button and go. No, like I'm, I'm, I'm waiting five ten minutes. Why why why? Come on, man. Super Nintendo plug in a cartridge. Yeah. Hit the switch. Ding. There it is. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, no, that's true. It's true for sure. Yeah, I mean, honestly, social media does make the FGC kind of weird these days. But I it's mean, terrible. Twitter, Twitter's cancerous, and like I'm, I regret every time I look at it and I see a hot tape, <laughs> and I get sucked in. It's like if all games, it's like if everybody had access to all games SF2 and they had a voice, dude. Right? Like, I mean, those, had a voice back then. Those <laughs> fucking boomers out there that talk about how yeah. if Street Fighter dies, the FGC dies with it, man. These yeah. fucking hot takes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but what can we do? FGC lives on Twitter. It's weird. It's very, very yeah, weird. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 there's also, I mean, there's also a generational gap. You know, we we, we are starting to see like the new FGC these days, mm -hmm. over and over and over. And I see it on Twitter, I see it at real events, I saw it at Combo Breaker, I saw it at Jazzy Circuit with, with the whole shit show yeah. like about undamn converters, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the the interesting thing about it is like that that's the dangerous part for us, right? Because it's very easy for us to get 
stuck in the old school mindset where we're like, dude, we did it this way back then and it's better. Like I'm always one of the proponents of side by side. Right. And then yeah. a lot of the new school players and even, you know, players who never played on side by side, because in Japan, they always played on head to head cabinets. You know, they don't like that because I like the, 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 the weird human interaction interplay of being able to see how frustrated your opponents are and, and, and things like that. Like oh, I, yeah, I like yeah. that kind of tech, but you know, I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah I remember at B5 when, um, when it was head to head, I remember APOC was playing boss and uh-huh. like APOC was playing on the American side and boss <laughs> on the Japanese side, but it's side by side. So when he was doing the pump fake, boss got tricked. Oh, right. Yeah. Because they're just not used to it. And, yeah. You know, but again, it's dangerous because as an old school person like myself, like it's easy for me to be like, no, that's how it was. That's how we should keep doing it. And that's not true. Right. Like, obviously, I, I, I think it's up to the event. Right. So it's like tennis courts. Right. You either play on grass, clay or hardcore. Right. Whatever, whatever, you know, the, the setup does, all of it's legitimate. But at the same time, there is stuff that I feel like we need to preserve, right? As much as all this new generation coming up, for me, the most important thing to preserve is the reason why it struck with me when you said it is the one quarter, one play kind of thing. You know, I want to make sure that we're always have the tournaments where anybody can enter. And I always want that to be like the main yeah. thing that first round you can fight Daigo because that just happens like that's super important to me yeah honestly that, yeah 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 that, this, this is why i've been pushing this is why i've been pushing for the undam tech at, at um at real cabinet mm-hmm, tournaments mm-hmm. Uh, this is why i've been posting the lag reports about um about super gun lag and stuff like that right because like, i'm posting actual numbers I've seen your I've seen your videos from like some of the New York arcades where they have. So if people don't know what you mean by the undam controllers, it's you have a port that you can plug in any USB controller into the arcade cabinet. So that way, if you're like if you're a modern player who happens to be using a PC pad and learning Third Strike on Fightcade and you're like, I'm going to go to the jazzy circuit and you can only play on the arcade, you're fucked, right? <laughs> yeah, like, so so, 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 just to be clear, like, you know, Jazzy is, um, Jazzy is huge advocates of, um, of, uh, Undamned, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, uh, we, okay. We, 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 we actually, we actually did try to get it for, uh, for okay, the final, okay. but, uh, the venue said no. But, oh, but, okay, okay. So, 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 like, so, but, mind you, the reason why you don't see Undamped everywhere on, on the cabinets is because it requires an expensive custom, harness to actually yep. install so like you have to you have to drill a hole into the cabinet yep. mm-hmm. you need like a, you need a custom harness to wire up all the buttons that shit takes all day to actually wire up yeah right now psychic drive so psychic drive has a version of the undams that are actually jamma pass through so what that means is no no harness no cutting of no cutting of the cabinet you just like you just dolly out a usb cable and go Whoa. which is what we want which is what we want I want that shit. Fuck these fucking engineers, dude. They're the unsung. Yeah. There's some of the other. Uh, there's a lot of unsung heroes in the FGC, but these guys, oh, yeah. dude. These guys are unsung heroes, man. Seriously. Yep. That's and so the cool. and, and and the undamned decoders are pulling at a thousand hertz. So you know that shit Jeez. don't lag. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> that's what I have. I that's what I. But you were the one who told me to buy one for the uh, Tetris Grandmaster. So oh, yeah, you of course, undamned yeah. Godly. Yeah, yeah I mean, like the, 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 the only thing I will be the only way I will be against Undam is if they allowed macros, because oh, then you right. get a hardware yeah, advantage. Yeah, yeah. You of get course, a hardware of course, advantage, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, of course. So, but yeah, I mean, dude, it's 
it's an interesting time, honestly, in the fighting game community. Because, yeah, it's the golden age, but there's a lot of history that we're losing. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, mentality that we're trying to preserve a lot, you know, in the FGC. Like the, because, you know, you hear a lot of the esports people are like, you know, you guys just need to move to exhibitions because people just want to see the best players. And I, I understand. I get you could that. Both. You, you could do both. Like, right. there's room for both. Mm -hmm, exactly but in my opinion the open tournaments are always going to be the most important because that's how people come up right that's where that's that's where people make their names from james james it's okay top players are divas anyway don't, don't always cater to them like let's fucking cry bro let's fucking let's fucking cry yo yo like yo you know what top players used to tell me yo, like you know what these quote unquote top players used to tell young art yo, he used to tell you he, he used to tell young art that the stream set up lag no lag tester no, no data, no nothing. Like just their feel, right? Like you're, you're a top course, player, bro. Of course. You gonna tell, you gonna tell me that shit lags? And then, <laughs> and, then and, and then guess what? Cap, Capcom, Capcom Cup Finals, right? Uh huh. Young R optimizes the whole fucking shit, right? One forty four hertz, godlike, right? What happens? Punk goes like that shit too fast, bro. <laughs> like, so you're gonna go from saying the shit is too slow to now saying it's too fast? Yo, fuck these top players. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, that's funny. Ah, oh, jeez. I mean, it, it's. It, I mean, it, it's. It's really interesting because, like I said, I didn't think I would still be in the scene to you know be able to talk to these players when it got to this kind of level when people were winning prizes and you know it's great that it is and and it's interesting because i feel like our roles as kind of like the veterans is, is a weird one like i said there's this weird balance we do have to strike between being willing to obviously go to the new shit and also trying to preserve some of the, 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 the integrity of the scene and stuff. And it's, it's really interesting because I mean, it's funny. A lot of people obviously accuse me of going super esports because you know, you're definitely not super esports. So like, you're just trying to do what you can to keep food on the table, man. Honestly, that's my response to most people is eating is nice. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Oh, yeah. fuck. oh thank you, <laughs> thank you no, for wait, saying you know, that. Don't worry, like I know what it is, James. Like I, I keep, I keep it real over here. You're lucky. You, you guys are lucky. NYC VM is only in the chat and and not on the not on the show because like you blow up a lot of people. Oh man, that's fucking. Funny, God. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, again, I, I don't want, we can obviously talk forever and maybe we should probably, yeah. we should just do another one of these one day. Uh, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to keep you here all night. It's 1130 where you are. You just, I didn't know you were flying back today. I thought you flew back yesterday. Okay. But like <laughs> you, you literally, and I mean, as a person who travels a lot, I know that shit's tiring. So I know you're fucking exhausted right now. So it's all, no, no, I like it. It's all good. Like I, I just did a 36 hour jazz circuit broadcast. Like it was nothing. Man. Fuck, dude. Yeah, and so, good. I mean, honestly, thank you. Cause I didn't even realize when I scheduled this with you that it was going to be jazzy circuit weekend. I was just like, Oh, this is the first yeah. Tuesday that there's no Tuesday show. Hey, art, you want to do this? And you were like, yes. And yeah, then you yeah. fucking flew to jazzy circuit and then came home and unpacked and, 
Oh, jeez. And, like, and I sent you a whole diatribe, I think, about Mr. or something. Yeah. Uh, and then we were just... <laughs> I mean, we definitely talked about a lot of that stuff. But like I said, yeah. I, I, I feel like we talked about a lot of good stuff. But I mean, I, I, like I said, I don't want to keep you here forever. And uh, and we'll just have good excuse to bring you on for future shows, too. Just yeah, talk more back. stuff. But I mean, is obviously, again, chat, please you know thank you to arturo for coming on and doing this for this first week and also you know sub to art <laughs> at nyc furby <laughs> um but is there anything else that you want to say you know just like before before we call it for a stream oh yeah yeah oh yeah guys uh put, put in the work put in the work guys stop stop bitching on twitter new york is the fucking best at, at everything all day every day you know how we roll. Like the, the results speak for themselves, right? Like who, who, who runs retro? Who runs modern? Like we run this shit. Anyway, thank you, James. <laughs> you know, back in the day, I would have fought you, but I can't yeah. do it anymore, dude. Because <laughs> you know what? New York runs fucking everything right now. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> oh my god! But no, honestly, thank you again, Art, for coming on. I uh, hope people at home enjoyed this. I'll probably try to do some more of these, you know, one-on-one V1s with uh, some old school players and just talk about shit all day. But yeah, again, that was fun. That was fun. Like I was Sorry I was so late, but yeah. Oh, just don't even sweat <laughs> it. Like I said, yeah. I didn't know you were flying back. And as soon as I found out, I was like, shit, I felt so bad. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to plug it, I, I, I had to plug in all my shit again and that shit wasn't yeah. working. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, <Slow up>. <laughs> Uh, but no, honestly, thank you for. Uh, yeah, look at this. My cats are hungry. If you can see the stream, my yeah. cats are hungry. Uh, they want to eat right now. So, uh, but yeah, no, awesome. And again, you know, this is this is. We need to talk more about this old school stuff. And you know, every time we see each other at events, we just end up talking for a really long time. And you know, when we can. So it, it was it was yeah. it was a lot of fun. Also, even at combo, because like I played you in like three different like two different games, and it's like some of the first times I've played yeah. like offline in a bro, while. So bro, bro, bro <laughs> like bro, like I had a hit list. I had a hit list of people. Like I said, <laughs> I went to combo breaker with one strategy in mind, and that was to open people's eyes, wake them the fuck up i'll bring the setup there right and, and then i literally had like specific players from specific scenes in mind like i had top players in the list i had you in the list certain commentators like you know influential people wait, wait, right? wait, wait, like, wait, wait. what you didn't have to separate me from the list of top players okay right so okay. you know well <laughs> you're Illuminati. you're Illuminati anyway but, but but yeah basically basically like anybody who was somebody in the fgc i made sure they played on that set <laughs> I made sure they played on that setup. I made sure top <laughs> players played it. I made sure James Chen played it. Yeah, thanks, Art. No, yeah, yeah. no I, yeah, totally like, I totally get it. I totally get it. Yeah, because like, I was tired of arguing with people on Twitter. I'm like, oh, like I'm just going to bring it to you. Like, yeah. I'm talking, right? Oh, awesome. and, and, then, and then, of course, like when they when they all went back there and they saw the setup, right, and they played mm -hmm. it, like there was no discussion anymore. No discussion. Right. Everybody understood what it was. And mm -hmm. then, they, and then they go out to the PS4 station, 60 hertz, and they're like, "Oh, like I, I see what you're talking about. All right, right. now I see. Now see, that's I see. what you yeah, should have like did. That. You should have had both of them set up next to each other. That's oh, nah, what nah, nah. I didn't want to blow. Nah, nah, like I, I don't want to blow up the venue like that. Like uh, okay, nah, I just wanted to be. I just wanted to be. I just wanted to be like a back area where, like you know, it was all cut off. You know, from the uh, <laughs> from the rest of the venue. Oh man. Because, because like I wanted a private area where like a top players could sit down and actually yeah, yeah, see what it is. For sure. So, for so, sure. So, so, so so the interesting thing is, out of all the games, Tekken was the one that that people got blown away by the well, most. 
I mean, fucking 390 hertz, dude. That thing doesn't have a yeah. hertz cap, right? So, yo, dude. Uh, yo, yo, Super Akuma was playing on it. I think Super Akuma was playing on it. And he's like, bro, I fucking see all the frames. I see all the frames. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just incredible, right? Anakin played on Anakin played on it. And he was like, "Wow, like that that was a pretty good experience." Like, yeah, I can't <laughs> cut, cut, cut a was there. She was like, "This looks so fucking beautiful." Like, holy shit! Dang, dude. I see I mean, it. Honestly, like it it was crazy looking. Like it looked like it was so smooth that when I stopped playing it and started walking out of that area and back into real world the real world yeah. felt laggy uh, yeah yeah it, it, it really is. see now you now you understand what i'm talking about real life is laggy for me James. it's laggy for me dude it really felt that way. it, it was really crazy is. dude you know, like, uh, you, you, you actually i do wonder i do wonder how they pull off those um those high frame rate tricks in in, in, uh, in marvel and tekken i believe my theory right now is like i believe they interpolate and low res the uh, keyframes hmm. yeah to, 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 to make it to, to make it so that like you know obviously the keyframes are in low resolution so like it's not right, demanding right, right. Dude, dude this is too much tech talk for me yeah. <laughs> all right all right okay, <laughs> all right no thank you again thank you and thank for you, you for you guys, guys watching uh i'm just doing content on tuesdays to f keep make sure that this slot is still filled up if i ever get hosts for a different tuesday show i'll try to do that or if this is something that people enjoy i'll keep trying to do this as much as i can to bring on yeah and and like i said i'll bring you back on again art because like i said we could talk for hours on this shit so absolutely absolutely <laughs> hope you guys, uh, no, hope you guys enjoy my insight on things like i was a little yeah. bit loose but you know like whatever no uh, like, dude I, I like that's what i want that, that's yeah. what i want i want I, again fucking keeping it real in the fgc yeah. like let's do it so <laughs> All right. So again, thank you guys for watching. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it and uh, bid Arturo a good night. And uh, we'll see you guys next Tuesday for whatever it is I decide to do. <laughs> All right, guys. Good night. Peace. Thank you, James. <laughs>